Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday. We got a lot of action to get to, so let's go ahead and just get this party started, man. First and foremost, he's not getting benched like his man, Matt Ryan. That's, a, that's enough bombs getting dropped somewhere, somehow, some way. I guess the only bombs Matt Ryan's going to be dropping are in the porta potty, right? <laughs> You bring out Sean McVay already, bro. Bro, I don't even have, I don't even need to play that soundbite, man. I don't even need to do it, <laughs> dude. Dude, what a cold turn of events, man. Oh, Twitter Terminator, Shannon McGuffin, bruh. What a bitter couple of years for you, man. You get the Andrew Luck out of nowhere retirement. You have. Just this quarterback carousel. Boy, I thought the quarterback history in D.C. was garbage. But <laughs> post-luck, man, you, you got no luck. It was suck for luck, suck after luck. I mean, it's just a mess. And it's weird because, you know, we had these moments where you're like, oh, Indy's pretty good. Oh, they got a good line. They've done this. They've done that. And for whatever reason, it's just not coming together. But I got to tell you, when the news dropped that Matt Ryan was getting essentially benched for the rest of the year, it was like, what the hell? The hell? What's going on, bro? Uh, so, you know, whether or not it's the right decision, Tom's going to tell, but th- that, that to me, feels like an organizational decision to go ahead and suck without luck, and it's a tank job. Because, uh, I don't know, what did you say? Like, pre-podcast, we were chit-chatting, and what did you say about, about Ellinger? I mean, last season, <laughs> the next last game, when we all we had to do was beat Oakland or Jacksonville, that was the week Carson Wentz gets COVID. Mm-hmm. And Sam Ellinger did all first team reps the entire week, mm-hmm. all practices, all meetings, everything. Everything. Because the Colts had played that Thursday night game, so they had like 10 days, but then Carson Wentz tested positive, all that, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sunday was the first day Wentz could come off the COVID list. What do the Colts do? They start Wentz, who had no practice, no meetings, no nothing the entire week. No nothing. And now, all of a sudden, we're going to play Sam? Yeah. Really? He, he's the savior, bro. He's the savior. So, so who, check who, this. Wait a second. Who was the dumpster fire the year before they drafted, leading up to draft and luck, the suck for luck? Who was the, was that Orlovsky? Who was the quarterback for the Colts that year? I, I can't, oh I can't remember. God. That, it, that's a. That's a great like trivia question. You might have blocked that out too. For some, oh, for dude, some dude, reason, I had I'm that thinking, block. I don't know why I'm thinking it was Dan Orlovsky, but for that's who popped into my head. But maybe that's entirely wrong. Oh, wasn't it the dude that backed up Peyton all them years? Um, oh, shit, what's uh, his name? <laughs> I, don't know. I think they had a couple of people sucking for luck, so it's okay. Oh, bro, the whole team was <laughs> sucking for luck, except for like Reggie Wayne, who caught like a touchdown to beat Houston that yeah. almost cost us the number one pick. Yeah, he should have caught that. It would have been better. Um, so check this out. Since 2018, the Colts have paid out $145 million cash to 12 different quarterbacks. Ooh, cha-ching, bro. In, in four years. So 2018, Andrew Luck, $18 million. Jacoby Brissett, seven sixty. dollars Some guy, 555 The some, next year. Some guy, 555 <laughs> Shannon, wasn't that one quarterback, Curtis Painter? Yes, oh, Painter. There, there you go, Curtis Painter. Purdue, Purdue's yeah. own. Purdue's own. All right, 2019. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, 14.9 mil. Uh-huh. Andrew Luck, 12 mil. Mm. Brian Hoyer, 5 mil. 
Chad Kelly, 268. 2020, Philip Rivers, 25 mil. Jacoby Brissett, 15.876 mil. Jacob Eason, 1.3. Hoyer, 950,000. Last year, Carson Witts, 21 mil. Ellinger and Brett Hundley together, 1.2. This year, Matt Ryan, 24.7. Foles, 2.6. Oh, a bargain. Ellinger, 825. Now, <laughs> clearly, Ursay is the guy who made this move. I mean, right? Right. right. Because here, here's the thing. Like, they already owe Matt Ryan $12 million next year. But if he gets injured, That's they guaranteed. have to pay $29 million. Oh, yeah. They, they don't want that. They, they, they're like, oh, he's got a, what was it, a second degree shoulder separation? Oh, yeah, no, he's done. Yeah, say he's like, no, no, no. No, that's it. We're, we're not doing like, Hey, hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ryan, we're going to help you out. Hey, where are the white women at? On the bench with you. Go hang out oh. over there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there with yeah, me. <laughs> no, go there with you. Goodbye. It's messed up, dude. 20, uh, yeah, bro, dude. bro, it's like he's 28-3-3 and not 3-3-1. Three, three and one. He's 28-3-3 three, three and done. Oh. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, too soon? Too soon? No. Dude, okay. it's been several years. Ryan's never recovered from that Super Bowl. And you know, the crazy, the crazy part is, is this dude never. throws 42 completions last week, no turnovers. Mm-hmm. And then this week, pick six, two interceptions, and ten points against your division rival, and then you get benched. It's it's like life comes at you fast. It's like one of those insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan is living in a mayhem commercial. Yeah, for sure. Dude, but, the the Titans have beaten the Colts five straight, six of the last seven, and it's mm-hmm. their it's it's their fourth sweep of the Colts since becoming division rivals in two thousand two. But it's all Titans as of late. Yeah. So, but it is weird if you think of the contrast from week to week. You know, here we are. We kind of bagged on Ryan a little bit for the number of turnovers, and then you're like, okay, maybe they're putting this together, and then done. Yeah. I mean, what happened to the line though? Right. This is great offensive. I mean, what happened? It's the highest paid offensive line in the league. You tell me, man. Because like three of them guys are getting double digit dollars per like eight digits a year Mm. Hugh, ryan kelly and the tackle smith right tackle smith so Mm. i mean left tackle right guard i mean you're telling me that being with three of those guys couple of them normally in the pro bowl you're not going to get better working with those guys come on now but it's just odd it's odd i mean clearly wentz got scapegoated for a couple of things last year, whether that's fair or not. I mean, it's, it, I don't think Wentz was the answer either, but clearly Matt Ryan was not. Uh, yeah. You know, and- I mean, it, it's just weird. By the way, that pick six, was it uh, Adams? That that was ridiculous oh, to dude, give that, that up. Such but, a bad pass. But watching late in that game and then Pittman with that catch and then the fumble just to kill it, it's just like, oh, bro. <laughs> dude. Bro. I mean, like. <laughs> uh I mean, Matt Ryan had to be going. Are you kidding me? Like, dude, and watching him against the Broncos, like he, this dude's almost getting killed because these kids can't block. And you know, then he crushes Jacksonville's hopes, and then Tennessee just—I mean, I didn't expect them to beat Tennessee. I Tennessee's 
Tennessee's the king until King Henry's gone, at least in my opinion. Ugh. You know, just they're, they're, I mean, did we, do we have to take a collection to buy you a new Colts trash can or something? I mean, how is the season going to play out for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have 17 games. So I think you got a long go. way to go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got a long way to go, bro. I, I will say, I think it's funny that Ursay is calling out Dan Snyder the other week. And he's like, you know when the perfect time the tank is? Fuck them Redskins. Right? I mean, uh, F those commanders, right? <laughs> we're going to play out. We're going to go ahead and tank this out. Have fun with Heineke, bro. <laughs> I, I think we're going to go 6-6-5 six, six, for the season. We're going to set a record for ties. So That would be impressive. Yeah, they should have yeah. tied Denver, but Denver's yeah. stupid. That's all right. Well, maybe they can do, you know... High knees or whatever on the airplane as they're zipping around. Bro. Then go a la Russell you, Wilson. Let Dude, me do, tell you think, something. do his teammates hate that guy? How much like if you're trying to sleep on a cross country <laughs> flight and this motherfucker <laughs> out here in the aisle doing knee ups? Like <laughs> knee ups. Who the hell did not like punch this guy in the face? Dangerous. Dangerous. Get Randy in here before I lose my shit. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Anyway, well, as we have sad sack Shannon, I guess we need to uh, flip that a little bit, and we have to raise a glass uh, and, and enjoy, um, you know, the the promise of what's to come with Christian McCaffrey and the San Francisco 49ers. So, oh giggity guiles, what's up, bro? I know I know y'all took it in the chin against Kansas City, but there's no shame in that because y'all. I mean, that was a, a respect, reasonable score for most of the game. The final score, it just got away from him at the end, you know. But clearly some mistakes and turnovers that hurt them very much. But I, we just got a little teaser of McCaffrey. But I thought he looked good in limited action. I'm very, very curious to see how, once once he's really settled in with that offense, uh, how they use him. Uh, particularly, like, McCaffrey and Debo just feels like that's just such a dangerous combo since they can do anything. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, I mean, the nice thing is with McCaffrey, yes, we got to see a small glimpse of what he was, what he's capable of in that offense. Uh, I believe once he has a, as he, they ease him into the, you know, the plays and he gets comfortable with the mm -hmm. book and really starts knowing his assignments and the, the, the long ass terminology that gets used all the time. Yeah. It's a real, it's really nice to see just what he can bring as a, just a player, just a guy who's going out there playing his heart out every down. Uh, obviously, um, as we saw, it kind of lit a bit of a fire under Jeff Wilson's ass going, I'm going to lose my damn job to this guy. <laughs> so I better I better kind of step it up. And he really he played pretty well, too. So yeah. that's going to be a nice one-two punch. Uh, you would think. I'll be really curious to see what happens, though, when Elijah Mitchell gets healthy. But that's always been San Francisco's mo under uh shanahan is we've got running backs up the ass that can pretty much plug and play i thought so. you were gonna say we get we got a lot of running backs because they get hurt all the time so that's why we traded for an off to <sighs> christian mccaffrey <laughs> i'm just kidding that's messed up man that's messed up because i like the trade i like the yeah. trade i know he's missed a fair amount of time the past couple of years i, I want to say he's really played in 11 of the last 34 games i might be slightly off about that so there is a risk with him but that being said and we've talked about this a little bit the thing is like he he was the focal point for carolina he didn't have to be the focal point in san francisco 
Right. You know, I think they can be much more judicious with his usage and they can east west that guy and he I mean he can go all over the place. So I I, I just believe the verse his versatility and how he can be deployed is part of the upside, but the other upside for him is that they don't have to overload him, right? I mean, that's how I look at it. I mean, injuries are the kind of things you can't necessarily account for. There are people there that are clearly more injury prone for whatever reason than other people because there's some there's some players that just don't ever seem to get hurt no matter what happens to them. And there's other guys by luck, suck, fate, whatever, the football gods playing jokes on them. I don't know. It's the same thing like – Danny Dimes always gets tackled by the turf monster. Some players, you know what I mean? Some players always get hurt and some players don't. But yeah. I, I think there's, I think most football fans, unless you hate the Niners, like Christian McCaffrey is one of those guys that if you love football, like he's clearly a guy that, I mean, obviously from a football family, but mm-hmm. he's clearly a guy that just loves playing, you know? And those are the kind of guys you want to see on field. And the Panthers are obviously going to rebuild. They're keeping some of their pieces, but they're going to rebuild. And the 49ers gave up a lot, a fair amount of picks. I mean, he didn't have a cheap cost, right? But they had some compensatory picks for different reasons, uh, for some of the coaching hires. I think they've got enough assets. To me, the move made sense because it's a good team. He's not. He doesn't have a, some crazy contract. He's he obviously has ties to the general area, and he's a he's a good he's a good locker room dude. He's he's somebody that loves football. I like the move. I hope he stays healthy, and I think most people, if you enjoy football, like that's the kind of guy you root for, and you want to see how you know what I mean. Like, he, yeah, he feels like he's a good dude and a good football player. Like, you want to see him on field and have success. Yeah, it was, you know? a, it was a win now move, and which is. is which I'm fine with. Um, obviously, um, next year, more than likely, you know, we get to see what Trey Lance is going to bring to it. So it. It'll give us Maybe. someone a little more, a little more mobile at, at quarterback. Obviously, that but that, I, at this point, that's all I can see out of Lance yeah. until I see true progression. Um, I I'm but, still not. Yeah, Lance is so hard to call. It is. It, he really is. Um, but yeah, like you said, with the weapons the team has, you know, you, you have Kittle hit, heating up. Um, Ayuk's definitely stepping it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously you have Debo, and now you got McCaffrey. That, that that's a hard team to have to defend against, yeah. especially once McCaffrey gets fully acclimated to the playbook and is basically playing majority of the snaps. Yeah, should so, be. It should also help uh, in terms of with for Garoppolo because teams aren't going to want to have to blitz or go all out when. Oh look! Oh look! There's McCaffrey out in the flats. Let me just dump it off as you just you know do a zero blitz, and watch him just take it to the house. If he does that a few times, and teams are going to be like, "Nope, we cannot, we can't just do this." So. Yeah, I mean, there's they definitely have a lot of people that can just be complete yak monsters. You know, it, 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 there's just a couple of things that you know you think about the context of the Niners, and again, Kansas City's an outlier. I mean, they're arguably the one of the top two or three. You know what I mean? It's Buffalo, mm-hmm. it's Kansas City, it's Philadelphia, in whatever order you want to put them in, and then there's everybody else, right? So Kansas City's up there. So, again, there's no shame in losing to Kansas City, but there were definitely moments in that game specifically that you go, oh, the Garoppolo interception in the end zone near the end of the half, 
terrible. That was so that was, bad. <clears throat> that's a bad decision. Does it does a field goal necessarily make a huge difference in that game? Not necessarily, but that, that was uh, that was that more was of tough. a momentum. That was a momentum shift. Right, is kind of what it was. Um, but then in the third quarter, when the Chiefs are converting on a third and twenty, you're like, oh, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it wasn't so much the offense that really was the issue. The defense just. They weren't getting a lot of pressure on Mahomes. He's mm-hmm. getting a chance to go through his reads, and you can't let him. You just, that's the that was the thing. You can't really let him do that when you've seen them lose. He's not getting a chance to go through his reads. They're not able to run the football. This game, they're running the football against <laughs> arguably one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, he's getting time to throw. He's you know it's it it's one of those things where it's, you have to look at it. it's like this team did yeah. not play a complete game, and because of that. You have, I mean, against Kansas City, you have to play four quarters, both sides of the ball, mm. consistently. There's well, no, there's no wiggle room against a team like that. There's other, obviously, you know, with someone like, say, the Rams or Seattle. Even though Seattle's kind of looking okay at yeah, the moment, uh, yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> but. So that's what yeah, everybody expected. What the only only two teams with winning records playing this week are the. Giants and the Seahawks or something like that. The only matchup with two teams. It was some bizarro thing, man. Like, this, yes. this entire season has been the bizarro. I know. Yeah, it, it, it's top-heavy, and then there's a bunch of just, like, what? What is going on here? There's a few teams that are definitively bad. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's just a bunch of parody mediocrity. This is weird. But they didn't finish off certain defensive opportunities and they didn't finish off certain offensive opportunities. And that's that's a dangerous combination against Kansas City because that's, number one, that's the kind of team that it doesn't bother them to be, not that they want to be down, but just having a 10-point lead on Kansas City, like, pff, big deal. You know what I mean? It's just they're, they, do, they can do too many different things. Uh, obviously, Hardman had a phenomenal day. And uh, our our hybrid wide receiver tight end Juju Smith Schuster's out there lighting it up in a couple of spots. I'm telling you, I don't that dude just looks bigger, man. He yeah. looks he looks swole. I don't know, looks swole, but he looks like he's got his legs. Yeah, back. yeah. He he must be enjoying some of that Kansas City barbecue, like we had yeah, at right? Chris and Kaylee's wedding. But uh, you know, look, I mean, th- that game was 28 to 23 in the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, it's, again, the, the final score doesn't really tell you what that 44 to 23 sounds like. They just shellacked them, but it was a five point game still in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, it, it just got away from. Yeah, of course it did. You know, I mean, it, it, I mean, MVS making his, I don't know, his Rod Gardner esque 50 50 ball, uh, bringing one in for 57. You know, oh, it's like the Deshaun Jackson game yeah. where you get two get big yeah. catches yeah. and everyone picks them up, and then the next week. For next five weeks, he does nothing. Yeah, he does zero, and he, he pulled a or hamstring. Pulls a hamstring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He tweaked the cheek. You know, one of these goofy. <laughs> the he tweaked the cheek. <laughs> that, that's a very Deshaun Jackson issue. <laughs> I pulled my ass. I pulled my ass. I pulled my ass, bro. Pulled my ass. So you know, and, <laughs> this is another one where um, maybe we're giving the Four Niners too much credit. I mean, I I don't know. We obviously have some biases here. Uh, and Garoppolo does have some limitations. Clearly, he 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 brain farts every once in a while, but I, I just think there's enough there. And I don't think anybody in that division is. I mean, the Rams aren't right. 
The Cardinals are inconsistent. I don't trust them. Obviously, they're better with Hopkins back. There's no doubt about that. But you can't count on Andy Dalton giving you a red zone pick and then getting another bobbled tip drill interception pick six and then a pick six like a minute later. I mean, you can't count on that. I mean, that was fluky. and It was Thursday. You know, I do want to say thank you to the Saints and the Cardinals for giving us. Apparently, they've been banking Right, it was like Amazon Prime. It was like uh, their their Prime Day for touchdowns because all of a sudden we got a bunch of the we got offensive ones, defensive ones. It was crazy. Uh, my favorite moment from that game, though, without a doubt, is when Dalton throws that pick and he's walking away, and the guy I think it's Wilson is like running behind him and flips into the end. That was one of my favorite <laughs> slow mo videos of all time. That was incredible. Um, but you can't count on the Cardinals, right? So you can't count on the Cardinals. You can't count on the Rams. The Seahawks are oddly competitive. I think Walker looks legit, right? Oh, yeah. And Geno's having, at least out of the gate, a career year for him. It's and good for him, though. It is Seriously. good. It is good for him. But, you know, there's opportunity in that division. It, it's kind of like the same thing, and this is going to sound odd, for his, you know, and the Bucks lost. We're recording on a Thursday. It's going to turn into Friday because we're going to go past midnight. Actually, it's 12.03, so poof. Free South Friday, whoop. The Bucks ended up losing to the Ravens on Thursday night football. But the thing is, the Bucks division is soft. Right? Mm-hmm, so so yeah. even I mean, the Panthers are it finally beat them, but I mean, you can't trust the Panthers to do anything. The Falcons hey, you just don't walk into Bank of America Stadium yeah, right. and beat PJ Walker. No, you bro. don't, man. No. DJ, no one does that. that Not that, even Tom Brady. No, that Walker to Moore connection, man. <laughs> I mean, it's almost as good as more to more back in the day. <laughs> I remember that with the Lions. Yeah, more to more connection. You know, so there. I don't think anybody's running away with that division now. It, the Seahawks look—they're just much more competitive than I. I mean, I thought they were going to suck. I'm not going to lie. I thought the Seahawks were going to be a dumpster fire. I'm not the only one. They've—they've they've been much better than advertised. Good for them, by the way. Good for Pete Carroll. That's a. There's a certain amount of redemption in that for having dealt with like Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's entourage the past couple of years and ego. Makes you wonder if they would have been better off without him. Which is an odd thing to say. Yeah. Right. But think about it. I mean, look at Denver right now. Like he's got all these weapons and he just looks like straight garbage, dude. Yeah, well, there, there's yeah, there's layers to that. That that's a tough call. But I, I I will say I thought it was odd when people said, Well, he doesn't have any weapons in Seattle. And I'm like, dude. What are you talking about? Metcalf, Lockett? What do you mean? It's not like it's not like Dude. he's got it's not like he's got Aaron Rodgers' receivers in Green Bay at the moment. Get out of here. Mo- most teams would kill to have Lockett and Metcalf. Yeah, yeah Shannon's like, I would. Remember yeah. the draft? Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, right now, Shannon, you just killed for a quarterback first. Yeah. How about that? Uh side note, Randy, this one's for you. That comeback, that Kansas City comeback, uh, improved. <laughs> Under Mahomes, they're 13-9 and nine when falling behind by at least 10 points, and that includes a Super Bowl win over the 49ers following the 2019 season. Had to bring that up. What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, thanks a lot, douchebag. <laughs> Speaking of comeback wins, how are those orange doing, Randy? Damn! <laughs> Look, Clemson, yeah. huh? Twenty-one to seven, huh? Let me tell you something. 
<laughs> even, Shan- <laughs> even Shannon will agree. The refs kind of interjected themselves into that game. Mm. Yeah, that was um, that was a um, extremely, extremely questionable call there. Go ahead and set it up, Randy. There's more than one, but it's. <laughs> I'm talking about the one in the third quarter that kept the drive alive. That shouldn't have kept the drive alive. Well, I, inconceivable. I'm, 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 I was also thinking about the one where clearly uh, Schrader gets hit out of bounds and he just kind of looks up and there's no flag. And I'm going, no roughing the passer, which would have well, kept the drive alive. And you, the play I'm referencing is the one where the Clemson guy, quote unquote, got hit late and it wasn't a late hit. Well, not only was it not a late hit, but he also kind of just went, oh, I'm getting hit. Let me just kind of flop. Yeah, he, he he sold it pretty well because that was not a hard hit. So Clemson gets the call. Syracuse gets obliterated. Doesn't get a call. Um, I mean, it's it's yeah, that was bad. I, I mean, and it was, was literally the top of the show where they pointed it out because I'm I'm working that day. But the the two calls in question were really bad. ACC <laughs> officiating, buddy. Hey, Clemson home cooking is what that is. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look, man. Hey, look. It's one loss. You're still alive. Playoffs are still viable. Come on, man. Randy, 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 come on now. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Come on. Honestly, I hope. The, the fact that we're already bowl eligible, I'm happy because I wasn't expecting this team to be this good. You know who else so. is bowl eligible, by the way? Christian McCaffrey in California. <laughs> that might help with those injuries. <laughs> Medicinal oh, <Lord>. baby. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh. For fuck's sake. Oh, man. Come on, man. Oh. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Edibles, man. California A. <laughs> I'm t- it's good for sore muscles, man. Oh. Just, just trying to help Christian McCaffrey out, man. Don't be hating. Did you see, um, I don't know, Sports Troll posted a picture of <laughs> Kenneth Walker's, like, new, like, back, uh, whatever, the the – his picture he has for one of his um, social media accounts, and it's him scoring a touchdown, but this woman with a Chargers jersey getting him the double bird. Uh-huh. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> his new profile picture. Yeah, that uh, that woman looks hot and bothered. Double like bird. That, like a damn woman in Miami the one year. Like, she's flipping off. Uh, I'm not sure who she was flipping off. I think it was when LeBron was there, and they were in that that four year championship where they hit the finals every year. If you're that woman, that like like, do you feel weird that you're now like social media famous up on Kenneth Walker yeah, the, the third, like with your fingers up? Oh, it's a football game, yo! Come yeah, on, man! Like I don't know, she probably got to be like, yeah, I messed up. <laughs> Blame it on the alcohol. Uh, 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 that's it's a great picture though. Yeah, great picture. Oh, that. Oh man, look, look, look. And for those players individually, is Walker on first down? Gets the edge. Walker down the sideline. He's got the speed. Walker chugging down the sideline. Can he outrace 
Michael Davis, he can! 74 yards! Dude, Walker looks legit, bro. Mm-hmm. I, it's, yes. I feel for the Jets with the, the Brees Hall injury. Because oh, Hall looked legit, but I mean, Walker, Walker looks like a baller, bro. I mean, both kids are ballers. Uh, Absolutely. Walker, Walker, they were just going to bring him along slowly. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. you can only contain him so long, bro. Can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. And the Chargers sure as hell could not. No, they couldn't. Could not. Uh, Randon, before before we as we're jumping all over the place here, uh, (laughs) you didn't get a chance to finish your Syracuse-Clemson thoughts. So, I, I mean, I guess that's appropriate. They couldn't finish the game. You don't get to finish your thoughts. So, you know, what's... Damn. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> There's the wound. There's Justin with the salt. What salt? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, just say you're pouring salt into the wound, man. Just, yeah. That's all. I'm not saying you're salty. You just... Hey, Randy, if, if you're bleeding? If there's uh, anybody who has a reason to be salty, it's me. But, um... <laughs> no, it's obviously a tale of two halves. Mm-hmm. It just... I mean, obviously, Syracuse just kind of dominated the first half of that game, and I thought maybe they would have made enough adjustments to be able to compensate just for what Clemson may have done. Well, they couldn't compensate for what the refs did. No, they right? did That's not. what you're telling me, right? I mean, 21-7. to well, seven. But also, you know, Clemson benching their starting quarterback and bringing in a more athletic, you know, freshman who clearly uh, was did made a big difference in the second half. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like Clemson just made Clemson did make good adjustments in the second half to shut down the run, and my pro and that's one that was that's our bread and butter. That's the whole thing. It's we're a run heavy team. We got a guy who potentially could be um, a Heisman winner, and uh, it's when you know when you can't get that guy going, you know it does kind of slow the offense down. But yeah, some of the some of the calls I I just couldn't get get on board with just, I'm just like, seriously, you're going to call that like one of the false start calls. It, it, as we all know, when you got a guy in the shotgun, the center is going to look, you know, look down and make sure he's lined up perfectly. Mm-hmm. So they called him home for a false start. Cause he looked down and brought his head up to position. And that was considered a false start. I have seen that hundreds of times and never seen that called before. I'm like, really? He, he was just looking back like they all do and brought his head up and that was they flagged him for that i was just like are you serious was that, was that, was that the same crew that called a false start on that browns field goal attempt oh my gosh <laughs> at, false at, start <laughs> lineman farted his ass rippled <laughs> or or the amari cooper push off what that was not a push off that, i'm that, sorry like that like that was such crap you, did you see all that hand slapping that sauce gardner got away with at the end of the the, the oh my god dude so like, all that rigmarole there's nothing i'm not saying there should have been a flag but it, it's just funny how things get called and look cooper's a veteran did he did he have a little move there he did Right? But it happens on every damn play. Like it's Marcus Peters, dude. You don't need to. You don't need to throw that flag for Peters. No, <laughs> it's not like he didn't have a hold of that arm on top of it. You know when uh-huh. he did that. <laughs> this is my arm. You cannot catch the ball. I mean, that's kind of what it looked like. He was trying to do. It's, don't don't you think Ravens ridiculous. fans were like, "Oh my God, here we go again"? <laughs> like you gotta be kidding me, dude. We're gonna give this game away. <laughs> I was yeah. rooting for that to be honest. I know you but, were. You know, 
I know yeah, that, that that touchdown callback cost me a fantasy win, so I was a little pissed <laughs> about that. That's rough. It is. That's rough. I watched that 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 Cade York. I forget where. Uh, I think they ended up having to attempt a, a oh, sixty. Dude. So uh, fifty-five, which is still long, right? I mean that that kid's got leg, but what a what a weird. God, it looked like one of those people attempting a field goal contest from back in the day. Like the weird flag. Kick a 35 yard field goal, you win a million dollars, and it just like dead duck the whole way. Well, hey, at least the kick didn't hit the, you know, sky cam wire or whatever. Like that. (laughs) At least it didn't hook into the freaking tunnel. (laughs) Deflection. Oh, man. That was tough, but that but that was a terrible that that felt like a terrible false start call. That terrible, it was terrible. That that was odd. I don't know if I'd be as ragey about the Cooper. I don't like the Cooper offensive PI, but I'm not as ragey about that since you could make some kind of defensible argument the arm was out there. I don't like the call, but at least his arm was there. But the false start, I like, I, I, I don't thought- even. Like I, I I watched the replay. I'm like the Ravens move. What are they talking about? Yeah, they hit yeah. the gun. Yeah, that that was just that was strange. That was just strange. Is that not reviewable? I, I don't know. I guess the 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 sky judge said no. So okay, it's just, it's just, it's the clearly it's not the same you know person watching that. Now granted, maybe they don't. Maybe you know maybe they. Don't maybe they got money? Maybe they got sauce on the Jets, right? Maybe they got money on the Jets. But watching that, again, watching that play, that was a decent throw from Rippin, and it was—I mean, good effort out of Sauce Gardner. I mean, that guy—that guy is delivering, man. Kudos to him. But they're almost treating Sauce Gardner like a vet. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, twelve uh, defense passes already this yeah, year. I mean, they're letting that dude get up on people and and uh, get a little slap happy. Dang. So I mean it. It worked, it worked. So worst part of that by far is uh, for the Jets is losing Hall. But I, I like the Robinson <laughs> trade. I well, mean, uh, Hall he's not, to, but I, I like you know you had to make a move, and I think it's a reasonable move. And, and Robinson's a short term, I would say a short term solution for this season anyway. Don't you think? Or do you, well, or it, de- it, de- it depends on what he does. You know, yeah. I mean, look, let's be realistic. If you can have, you know what Hall is, he's going to be on a rookie deal. Um, I don't I don't know how quite, if this is, I'd have to look up his contract. I don't know if this is Robinson's last year, he's got one more year, whatever. But he's cheap too. But clearly, if you can have two functional, well, this, serviceable running backs, a la... This day and age you need to. Yeah, you should have two. You don't want to... <clears throat> so, I like the upside. We'll I, was say, I think the days of the bell cow are almost done. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're few and far between anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and nowadays, you know, everybody has, you know, any running back has to be able to do just about everything. And whether it's pass, catch, block, whatever, it's, they, they have to be a jack of all trades. Well, it almost feels like you, you kind of want one all around, you know what I mean? Like you want a guy that can do a lot and then maybe you want a guy that can do some power. You know what I'm saying? Like you want a you want a a, a robust committee, mm-hmm. right? And there's still going to be guys that are clearly elite level backs. I mean, Henry at his best, Derrick Henry clearly an elite back. One of the class. few guys you could almost consider a bell cow. Yeah, he is. Dalvin Cook, health is an issue with him, but I mean, he's a guy that you know if he's right, you could just ride him. But 
Yeah, there's there's only a couple. I mean, Zeke's passed what passed his best, but Zeke and Pollard that pair together is very effective. So maybe Zeke would stop eating; he would still be in better shape. Well, than he actually, he's, he's got to eat for the short. <laughs> he's got to eat for the short yardage, bro. Come on, got to eat after every first down. Do. By the way, Robinson's. This is his last year. He'll be a restricted free agent right. after this season. So, so he's playing for a contract at this point. Well, I mean, you're not going to give it. I mean, they're not going to pay any running back with so much. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I mean, he's to, still a young back, so he still has a shot of potentially catching the eye of a, a team that might be willing to start him. So, well, maybe, but maybe he found a new home. Maybe. I mean, Salah, if he took any one, if he took a lesson from Shanahan, it ought to be have several <laughs> running backs. True, true. You know, so that that we'll see how that shakes out. I, I like the trade though. I, I don't know. He certain. I don't think you necessarily can replace Brees Hall, Brees Lightning, but he's flashed a little bit in Jacksonville. I, I think that's a that's a cal- that's a a reasonable calculated gamble because that's yeah. a that's a competitive team. Zach Wilson still has his limitations. Milf's not not being one of them, but he still has some limitations. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, they got to lean on the. They need the run game. They got to have it. I mean, they do have to have Stifler's mom in the press box one of these games, right? Well, I mean, if if Zappy's going to sing Stacy's sing along to Stacy's mom, they might have to trade for Bailey Zappy. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Elf, that, that dude coming off the bench and providing a small spark for uh, for the Patriots. I, I'll tell you, that was uh, kind of surprising. But way, How about the Bears game plan letting dude, Justin Fields actually run the ball? That's the right decision. I mean, it's it the right a, decision. Yeah. It's the right decision. It was the right deal. Use his strengths. Man. <laughs> I had we do a pick'em league, man. I had like I think I had thirteen or fourteen on New England. I was like, he's gonna get a chance to break Hallis's record. He's gonna break that tie. They're gonna kick the Bears' asses. This is great. And then that dude, I think it was a bloodbath this week, if I'm not mistaken. Garbage. The sur- I mean, the sur- we're all out of the survival pool already because this season's been that. Oh my fucked. god! Well, yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't be Shannon in the survival pool. No, Shannon is first. Shannon is first in reverse. Three for three, baby. Yeah, uh, three for three. Nice, nice Matt Ryan dedication. It's is good. Oh no! <laughs> three, three, and done. That's McGuffin. Woo. <laughs> oh, that's the, the, the last one I happily took, though. Yeah, yeah I that know. was when I, I took Kansas City and beat. I know. How does Matt, how does Matt Ryan lead lead the Colts to a win over Kansas City and now he's benched because the defense did it? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> and of all the teams to knock me out of the death pool, the fucking Packers really. <laughs> you should have known better, dude. Uh, you know what's great about that is I I warned Whitfield. I was like, bro, because uh, we were talking about some DFS stuff, and like uh, I had one of my DFS things. I had McLaurin. He's like, he's not gonna do anything. I'm like, you watch. I said, Heineke's going to find that man. He loves that dude. Yes, he does. And uh, he's like, ah. So who helped win that game? Oh, a whole bunch of Heineke and McLaurin. That's how it went. McLaurin was a 
beast that game. He, he was well, phenomenal. Some of the catches Lauren's he made. number one, dude. Get that man the ball. I know. This could take a page from him. Some of those catches he made. Good God. I know. Got to give that man a chance. Legit, and Heineke did. We'll cir- we'll circle back to that game because uh, I want to talk about that a little bit more. But yeah, that that's bro. The the survivor pool, the death pool has not been. It's been Blood a tough bath. year, man. I'd I'd love to know in some of these very very large pools. Now our survivor pool is just us, right? It's just the brew crew. But I'd love to know in some of these like, you know, uh, survivor pools that have like five thousand or ten thousand people or whatever. You know how many like some of these games that we all ate? How many people got taken out by that? <laughs> Colts Chiefs, sure Colts they've... Chiefs. You know, a whole bunch of people ate it on that. And uh, the Packers. Oh, and I would say new, this past week, the Commanders beating the Packers and the Bears beating the Patriots uh, was oh, pro- yeah. was probably absolutely just. Oh, and uh, certainly uh, the pan. This past weekend, the Panthers week seven, the, Bucks. the Panthers beating the Bucks. Because you figure that's that was probably a sweet people probably viewed that as a get right sweet easy choice, mm-hmm. and they they took it up the yang. Those three games alone probably took out all kinds of people in, in death pools. Well, I don't know if it was a week or two ago they said there was a death pool uh, tweet that like not even two percent were left, and I can't imagine there's probably many left after that. No, that was a ten thousand person pool i was thinking about resetting because there's a there's an option in yahoo where you can reset it and i was like well we're all dead and three three people tied for for like so shannon's last first in reverse then then it's me uh because i went out last week and then everybody else ate it this past week and the only reason mark ate it because he never made a pick well that's his own (laughs) that's his own fault that that is his own fault i have lost i have been knocked out of a survivor pool for i think it was the sports radio 910 pool and i missed the the cut for the early game Ugh. and i was like no no worries i'll pick one of the four o'clocks and you couldn't and i was like what the hell dude i was so mad dude because I, I was i was like in the last i don't know 15 or 20 people i was oh, so, yeah. i was so oh. mad i was so mad I was like, there's four o'clocks and a Sunday night and a Monday night. Let me and just you can't pick. let me. And I and I couldn't pick anything. If you didn't make the if you didn't hit the one o'clock cut, man, and I think we were in Charlottesville that weekend or something, right? We were visiting oh. like Sarah's parents. So like I just didn't make the pick early, but I wasn't worried about it. How oh man, I was hot and bothered, dude. I was I was pissed. because uh, I want to say that was like week twelve or week thirteen or something. I don't pissed. And I was still alive. Oh, I was mad. Uh, but anywho, that, that's the nature of death pools, bro. It's the way they're going to go. Uh, but yeah, kudos to the Bears. Kudos to the Bears for pulling that win off versus the Patriots. Did not expect that. Seemed to be a little bit of a rallying point for Fields. So I, it, the, those, games just... have been, those games have been rough. And, you know, at some point with a young guy, I understand they want him to grow his game. But if you take away some of what he does well... I, I don't think that's the right answer. So it's you got to use his skills, right? Use his skills, expand on what he does, you know, have stuff for what he does well, and then expand on it and let him grow his game. Yes. Uh, and, and so that, that game to me was a surprise. That game was yeah. a surprise. And you know, zappy hour had a moment and then, you know, it was 14, 10 Pats were up 14, 10 in the second quarter. And then, 
The Bears get 23 unanswered. I mean, my God. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that. Like, I, I just would have been like, no way, dude. Were, weren't the Patriots like double digit favorites in that game? Like, it was. They ridiculous. were significant. I don't. I, I'm going to go I, back. I, and I don't check. gamble. I, I don't do that. So. Uh, Mark might know, but I'm sure the Pats had a were heavily favored. Thir- if you had just told me the score, 33-14, I've been like, "Oh yeah, Patriots handled them." Mm. There's not, there's not an inkling. There's no part of me that would have been like, "Oh yeah, Bears pulled this one off." Nothing, not a zip, zilch, nope. Patriots were nine and a half point favorites. Nine and a half. There you go. As they say, that's why they play the games, bro. Yep, that's well, why. And, and we'll see this weekend if you know he really did take that step around the corner because they got Dallas, and that defense is a lot better than New England's. Yes, yes, that Dallas is good. I don't, I don't know what Dallas's ceiling is, but that defense ceiling is, good. is the roof. Bro. <laughs> Ceiling's always the roof. <clears throat> Just ask Jordan. Uh, By the way, uh-huh. New England is two and a half point favorites. On the road at oh. the Jets, mm. uh, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't touch that. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Dallas is also nine and a half point favorites against the Bears. Ooh, nine and a half. That seems bold because, like, that game against Detroit was tight late, and then it just it really got away from got away from the, they fumbled at the one yard line, and then Dallas took it I, you know yeah i mean did you say dallas is a nine and a half point favorite yes Ooh, i mean the bears look, I, look that game finished 24 to 6 but dude in the third quarter it was 6-3 yeah and like <laughs> detroit who was it jamal williams fumbled at the one when his it was like first his first like the first time in his nfl career they lost a fumble at the freaking goal line at the goal line oh, bro please. it was six three lines in the third quarter hmm and Goff, our man Jared Goff, went sexy Rexy, fucking him, going deep to uh, Trayvon Diggs for the interception. Wrong person to go deep to, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Wrong person, man. Can't do it. Oh, my God. Jared Goff, by the way, had two interceptions and two fumbles. Wow. That's rough. His uh, inner Matt Ryan. His inner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, man, I gotta catch up to. I gotta catch up to Matty Ice. I gotta help. So, you know what's I, sad? There was a point where Matty Ice. It was because he could steal. He could come through late. He could steal games for his team. And then Matty Ice, late in his career, he iced the game. He iced the loss right for his own team. He iced the win for the other team with these turnovers. That's cold, Matt, bro. Matt, Matty melt. Yeah, Matty Ice. That, that ice is melting. Well. They'll have plenty of times for ice baths on the bench, I guess. Still so weird. That is so weird. Do you think they end up cutting him? Because I don't. Nobody's going to trade for him. No. But uh, do you think they? I mean, do do you really? Because you've got Foles. Do you just cut him? No. I look. If it gets to the end of the season and they have a winner die for a playoff berth, and no, you help. can't. You, you're not going to bring him back in. If Ellinger gets hurt, come if, on. If both them QBs get hurt, you got to bring him back. Yeah. And he's got to be hurt. the. Look, man, if he's in the QB room. So, first of all, you're telling me that you think Sam Ellinger, all of a sudden, this team is going to be a playoff threat? Fuck you, no, you, but I'm just saying, what if? 
I'm going Marvel. What if? Did you steal some of Christian McCaffrey's edibles? I'm going Marvel's What If. Maybe. Yeah, hell yeah, you're going What If. What spliff? Um, yeah. <laughs> Good God. You sure those edibles weren't laced with PCP? I mean, damn, man. Yeah. Damn. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are 500 through seven games, which is a little high in itself because. It's not an even number, but the problem is, is you, what's going on with you guys is they're loading up the box to take down Taylor and the quarterbacks just aren't getting the job done. That's pretty much all it is too with the offense. And the line ain't getting the line. The line. Ain't oh, what's in the box? <laughs> the line ain't getting the line done. You're right. Shannon's drugs. That's what's oh, going McGuffin. on. McGuffin. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> Gracious! <laughs> That's oh. the fact, Jack. Oh, here you go. Get some facts and come back and see me. There, you, there it is. Okay, guys. All right, Sam Ellinger. Oh my God! Who the hell <laughs> cares? That's a classic. That's for you. <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm just gonna laugh when he lights up Washington this week, though. Oh, bro. Now that line's gonna destroy him. Y'all's line is like. Really good. It would be funny though if Ellinger went in there and went bananas. Like, how crazy would that be? Like, right? I mean, like, and then Carson Wentz could be like, "See, he didn't need to bring me back early last year." Yeah, I, maybe. You know, I, I guess in a way, it's kind of odd to think about. I mean, Matt Ryan is kind of a vintage, classic drop back passer, dude. You know what I mean? Dying um, breed. Yeah, I mean he is. And maybe that line's going to be better with somebody that's a little bit more mobile. I, I don't know. I mean, plus, I, I, Ryan has had some moments, but his arm has is clearly not what it was. So it's kind of tough. I mean, there's a there's layers to it, but it's definitely he's living in Failville. Yeah, it definitely, definitely feels like this year we're have seeing a lot of. Uh, veteran, like high-profile quarterbacks, starting to just hit that drop-off point. Well, you know the Kellerman Cliffs a real thing. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he just named the wrong quarterback. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, some of that, some of that. Look, I mean, the the reality is, quarterbacks get a lot of gloss for team success, and sometimes it's deserved, and sometimes it's just because they're the quarterback, right? Yeah, and when the team struggles or struggle bus land, they're going to get the heat. Some of that they earn, and some of that is probably not necessarily deserved. But they're the face of the franchise. Look, that's why they take up the biggest chunk of the cap when they're getting paid. You know, you're the face of it. You can you can throw teammates under the bus if you want. You can say you can say you can do all the all the all the podcasts and press conferences you want to do. And you can say all the things you want to say and get called out by former teammates, <coughs> Greg Jennings, <coughs> Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, you're the face. You know, it it, it is. You're the I will face say that runs the place. right. It, it, it is. It is. I will say it is odd to me that Rodgers is calling out certain people when he wasn't there for. You know, where was he? Where where was he at, man? The biggest issue I have with Rodgers this year is had he known what he was going to do, they could have 
kept Devontae Adams there. Yeah. Because I, he took his sweet ass time trying to figure out what he was going to do. I think that's a multi year problem. I don't know. I don't think this year would have mattered very much, but I, I think if you if you rewind a couple of years, had they maybe you could have salvaged the Devontae thing. I think it's more than just one off season, but I get what you're saying. You know, like that that's your that's your guy, man. Like that's that's the that's your bread and butter. That's the dude who makes you look good. I mean, you make each other look good. I and I don't know, dude. Like if I'm Rogers, I would have I would have made damn sure Devontae was taken care of before you know, even if I had to give him a little slice of my pie, like you you want that dude there. Cause he's that guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's more to it than that. But I think it's reasonable to say that, and I like Rodgers. All right, I do. But he's definitely got a, I don't, I don't want to call him flaky. I don't think that's the right answer. But, you know, he's he can be a little prickly about some things. Oh, he can be a dick. Yeah. And there are times, whether it's fair or not, and some of this is just interpretation of things, but there are certainly times where it feels he spreads the blame out pretty readily, right? And I'm not saying he's wrong, right? But if you're going to talk about players that aren't doing what they should do and aren't executing, guys are making too many mistakes, a lot of the blah, hey, you're making some of the mistakes too, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? and Like, and, are you staying after practice? Are you doing extra routes look, with those guys? I'm just saying like, if you had had a little bit more, uh, you know, off-season work with some of these dudes, maybe some, uh, maybe you'd be a little better off. I'm just saying, man, like, <laughs> just, when the Colts drafted Pierre Garçon. Garçon. I loved Pierre Garçon, man. Peyton First of all, he Manning. had a great name. It was a fun yes. name to say. Pierre Garçon. But Peyton Manning, who him and Brady were the two high-profile players at the time, Peyton Manning got in a car drove six hours to Pierre's college campus just to throw pitch and catch with him, just to see what he could do. Like, there aren't a lot of dudes that would do that, but that's just how meticulous Peyton was. Right. Like, so you don't get to that point if you're like Peyton and Brady. You don't get to that point without putting in all that extra time. No, you, and, you rep things to death. And, like – if you got these young guys, if you're Rogers, you need to be repping those dudes to death. Like you, you like Dobbs had two chances last week to make big, big catches, and both of them be botched. Mm-hmm. And, and that's either going to make you or break you in this league because you got to learn to make those those catches in those tough spots. Well, I, look, let's be honest. Brady has not forgotten how to play quarterback. No, Rogers has not forgotten how to play quarterback. No. Now, is Rodgers' thumb a little banged up? Yes. Is Brady probably a little bit banged up? Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. He passed uh, Ben Roethlisberger tonight for most sacks in NFL history. Hey, Peyton Manning's uh, Tennessee weight room thanks him for that. Um, <laughs> Tea bag. <laughs> I, hope, I hope there was no point where T. Martin got teabagged. I'm just saying. Old cocky ah. top. Er, old rocky top. Yeah, can't wait for Kentucky to put an L on that record this week. Yeah, I love the uh, the bold prediction there, sir. But it, I think it's funny. People are like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I agree with Greg Jennings, 
right? <laughs> Fallout from that guy. <laughs> and people are like, no, Greg Jennings is right. You know, quote, you can't do this. You can't sit down on the show and start talking about who should and shouldn't be playing because of mental errors. Like, that's internal stuff. Like, like it, you gotta it is. Talk- yeah, well, I mean, you got to handle that in the locker room. And I don't, I mean, here's the thing. It's nice at times we make fun of players for kind of doing the, the, the company line and the football speak and the media speak. And I'll, I'll say this for Rodgers. He does say some stuff that other players wouldn't. And I'll give him credit for that. At the same token, there's a point where you cross the line where it feels like you're you're kind of pointing your finger and blaming a lot of other people without owning your share of that and his off season stuff. Look, I don't, I don't begrudge him having some time away and doing those things. What was it? I, uh, I, I can't remember how to pronounce that. Whatever concoction he was, um, getting, you know, this mind altering substance. Um, but you can't tell me that if he had been present and worked with some of those young wide receivers that you don't think they'd be a little bit better off. So he has to own his share of that, right? You can't mm-hmm. lay it all on the rest of the team without acknowledging your own share in that. And that's also true for, like, Brady this year. You know, where were you Friday night at Robert Kraft's wedding? Oh, good for you, dude. Where were you during a walkthrough? You weren't there. So whether it's fair or not, and Brady's got a lot of personal stuff going on. We've discussed that. I get it. But the reality is, in certain scenarios, right, whether it's fair or not, football – to be great is a is an all consuming thing. Yep. You know, it it just is. And so you do give up a lot. These guys do give up a lot to do what they do. And there is a lot on them. If you are struggling and your response is to blame other people without putting you know, you got to put some more focus on you. Look, and here's the thing. All of us actually know that when you say, "Well, it's on me," We know, we watch the games and the highlights, we know when your team is sucking bags of ass mm-hmm. and people are butterballing and stuff. We get it. We know. We know. Do- I mean, Dobbs dropped that ball. It was there for him. Yep. He dropped it. Okay? Just like Mike Uh-oh. Evans dropped, just like Mike Evans butterballed that deep ball you said against the Panthers. Balls. He had almost 11 yards of separation. There was nobody around him. Nobody. I mean, and, how do you drop? That's just a lack of concentration, bro. That's a, that's a lack of something. That's you thinking touchdown before you even have the ball in your yeah, hands. Maybe, maybe. I mean, dude. That that they're, they're like that's the long like the most separation on a drop ball all season. Long. All season. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? I mean, that game's totally different game if he catches that ball. A high probability. It it. it I would say is a high probability that alters the flow of that game. I mean, the Bucks are like, yep, we're going to roll, steamroll these guys, and Carolina's going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, here we go. And then instead, you give Carolina life, and you're like, how did we fuck that up? Mm-mm-mm. And it's just a t- totally different mindset right after that play on both sides. Yeah, and they knew it. Evans knew it. Evans knew it. That's yeah. right. At least he didn't fumble that card, you know, in the post game with the ref. <laughs> that, that, that autograph. 
<coughs> it's not an autograph. Uh, it's for a charity golf tournament or some golf tips or whatever. I don't know, man. Whatever. <laughs> By the way, you got fun, caught. Fun, uh, fun factoid. Fun factoid. Okay, two actually from the Cardinals Saints game. <laughs> this is so random. But uh, Dalton is the fourth quarterback since 2010 to throw two pick sixes in the first half. The, the others? Fourth? Hold on. The, the fourth. fourth quarterback since 2010 to throw two pick sixes in the first half. All right. There's Give three. Us a team. Give us the teams. Cardinals. Kurt Warner? Nope. Uh, Jake Plummer? Nope. Carson Palmer? Nope. Kyler Murray? Nope. Damn it. Drafted before Kyler Murray. Josh Rosen. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, next, Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Nope. Tony Romo. Yeah, yep, Tony Romo. Okay. And the the Packer killer, but couldn't get the rest. Uh, short, short, sweet Packer killer. <laughs> short, sweet Packer killer. Sh- short, sweet career. Short and sweet. Packer killer, and then flamed out into oblivion. Michael Vick? <laughs> no. That's not really a short career. No, no um, Michael Vick. What team? 49ers, bro. Packer killer. Oh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I was going to say Matt Schaub because we know he'd love throwing pick sixes. Oh, Matt, <laughs> Sh- Matt, Matt Schaub. <laughs> Matt Schaub did love him some pick sixes, bro. He did. He did. Second fun factoid from that game. There was a point in the second quarter, Dalton hit Taysom Hill for a touchdown. Taysom Hill joins one other player as the only players in the Super Bowl era to have eight passing touchdowns, eight rushing touchdowns, and eight receiving touchdowns. LT. Nope. I like that guess, but no. Mm -mm. Dang. Mm -mm. You want a team? Yeah. Duh, Bears. Fridge? No. Peyton. Walter Peyton. Okay. Sweetness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was such a random one. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I just know that they give him rushing touchdowns at times. I know he got one in that Super Bowl. I just didn't know if he caught him and mm-hmm. they'd fuck around and let him throw a pass. But. He did some stuff. All right. So I, I think I need a beverage break. Um, and then we can just come back and pound out the rest of this and just talk a little bit of, ba- little, little bit of baseball. Yeah, we need a salute o'clock, too. We do need a salute o'clock. You're right, MacGuffin. You're right. I'm trying to decide, do I want a beer or do I want another? I usually tell myself I'll, I'll only do one mixed drink, but there's a part of me that really wants another mixed drink. But Just remember, you got the dermatologist in the morning, so... Uh, so what, don't have a hangover for the dermatologist? No, lean and clean, bro. You got a pump and dump, you know? Oh, gotta be that's, cleaned that, out that's, that's only a pump and dump. Well, it's not, a, it's not a colonoscopy. I mean, yeah, but you told us pre podcast, man. You're like, I got, I got to get all the poop out before I go. <laughs> hey, he just doesn't want to be a gassy bitch. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. All right. So I should have a beer then. Cause, cause beer, cause beer dumps are guaranteed in the morning. There you go. You never then. quite know what you're going to get if you over. Overcarbonate. If you yes. over if you overcarbonate and Jack Daniels, you know, you over liquor the jobby. Poker in the front, liquor in the rear. Hey yo. Gets dangerous, right? Okay, all right. We'll just take a quick pause. Uh keywords of sports and brew. 
As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Amazon. There's a whole bunch of services. Live sportscaster.com. And sorry, my, my, I got a whatever like rando cold from my kids. Elementary kids. They always give you the funk. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. So if you hear me sniffling and starting and runny nose and then a little bit of coughing, uh, I dedicate all that uh, unfortunate noise to well, to Logan. Thank you. Thank you, son. <laughs> I love you. Sharing is caring, and you shared the funk with me. Good job. Anyway, we'll just take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. And uh, in, in honor of Logan and the funk, Shannon suggested that apparently... Yeah, man. I, oh, here we go. I got the funk. I got the funk. Yeah, great. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Logan gave me the funk. <laughs> Hashtag dead life. That's what, it's, what happens, man. It does. <laughs> That's it a does. fun song. I haven't heard that in a long time, man. It's good times, bro. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, let's go do go ahead and do a salute o'clock, um, and then we can uh, raise a glass. And uh, Woodfield's not with us tonight. We'll make fun of him later, I'm sure. But uh, we'll, uh, you know, it's always tough for the, the people that are animal lovers, and all of us are animal lovers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. They're parts of our families, and I know there, there's people that are like, I don't get it. Look, I'm not saying I run around and I call my animals my fur babies. I don't do that. But, and I don't call them my kids, I don't do that, but they're part of the family and I love them, right? And it's always hard when you lose one. And uh, Whitfield had to put uh, one of his cats down. Uh, Gracie uh, had, to put her, had to put her down today. She had um, cancer, an aggressive cancer. So we'll raise a glass in Gracie's honor. Uh, that was obviously tough on uh, Matt and Melissa. It's always hard to say goodbye, particularly when it catches you off guard. You don't have a lot of time to, time to prepare for that. Uh, but I believe she was 13. Good life, and um, here's to uh, here's to your memory, Gracie. Raise Salud. a raise a glass, Salud. little meow, and as uh, I like to think of the old Rainbow Bridge, man. Animal lovers know. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying a Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Thank you, El Segundo, as well as a Jack and Coke, the old Mexico, some Jack Daniels, good stuff. Uh, my my flavor is your. Uh, I used to buy a lot of multi-packs from Costco, but I feel like the, uh, I've said it a couple times over the past few months, I'm just tired of the hazies uh, and some of the multi-packs. So I've been doing a lot of the Broken Skull recently, and then I've been on a kick for the Headspace. I don't know. So that those are the only two beers I've been buying. I, th- I think I'm three weeks in of those are predominantly what I've, what I've been drinking. So I'll shift off to that, shift off of that at some point, but that's that's the land I'm living in these days. So, tasty to me. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, Randy, what you got, bro? Yeah, it's been one, it's been a bit of a rough week. I've like almost put in forty hours already, and it's not even you know Friday yet. Yay! So I I needed to. Uh, I grabbed the big bitch out of the out of the fridge. Uh, this <laughs> is this is uh, a Pauliner Oktoberfest beer. Oh. I mean, it's obviously it's, it's thirty-two ounces. So I, I mean, that—that's a big boy. I'm not going to complain about that at all. No. Thirty-two but, ounces, uh, bro. Yikes! I, was, I mean, it's not you know strong, but it's strong enough. That's all that really matters. Well, by the time your beer is like big gulp, super big gulp size, exactly. Right. 
I, can you imagine if this was a 12 percenter? I'd be on the fucking floor right now. It'd be like 300. Yeah, you'd have lost your glasses. You'd be keeled over in the hallway somewhere. Yeah, Probably. I know. We'd be queued up the San Francisco <laughs> music for you. I know exactly how that would go. But I guess instead of RIPs, I, I, I know we got some birthdays this week. So we do. Like, well, like uh, one of the guy, one of our listeners, Jeff, I'm going to his birthday slash Halloween party this weekend, which is why I'm not going to be available for Todd's birthday. Uh, but his birthday was the other day. His wife, Lauren, is this weekend. So, you know, it's going to be... Uh, be some fun are they craziness. in North Carolina or are they local? Um, they were local. They moved to North Carolina last year. Okay. I was trying to remember if that was the North Carolina buddy. Yeah. All right. Well, happy birthday, bro. Pop the tops on a fresh one. There you go. Yeah, you I feel you bad. Say- we gotta, I gotta feel bad I gotta miss Todd's birthday. That should have been fun, but because it's a milestone, I mean don't get you know, it's not very often we get milestones now that at our age anyway. Dude. You'll just have to give Todd his, his courtesy reach around later, bro. <laughs> uh, I'll go extra special and give him the screech around. <laughs> That's what we're saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because y'all have that height disparity, right? I know, right? So it works out. That's a pretty good deal for Todd, man. <laughs> so one time off, or better take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great! Oh, oh Todd turning fifty. Holy crap! Yeah. Hey, Todd, that's... just remember uh, when when uh, you know it would have been uh, super convenient for Randy to give you a reach around at Hardywood. <coughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh, be sure to yell at some clouds on Saturday, would you? Come on. <laughs> I can see the headline now. Angry man yells at clouds at Hardywood. (laughs) Todd, you have a mission. (laughs) You should do it. (laughs) Anyway. Let's let's just hope he actually remembers to show up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what we ought to do? We ought to go to that. What's that brewery in Petersburg? I'll oh, trapezium. Shannon, you, you and I should just go to trapezium. <laughs> send, send, him, send him a picture from trapezium. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Shannon, you know, you know what would be really great, though, is if we went to trapezium early and uh-huh. sent him a picture and then we made it back for Hardywood. And we showed up at because when does that start? Five? It starts at dude. Come on down, seriously. Yeah, that that would be freaking hilarious. That's some good pregaming right there. That would be wings with Alabama sauce. That'd be mm. is that Saturday? That's Saturday. Yeah. Oh man, so we have we have Logan's soccer game in the morning, and then we're supposed to help Joy move some furniture. So Lord knows, or as she's as moving into her house. So I I don't know how that. Saturdays. You know what? Go. I I've got I've got trapezium beer in the fridge, so I can just bring you one, and we'll just oh, make it oh, look oh, like. Oh yeah, you should bring a trapezium beer here. We'll take a picture of it before we go to Hardywood, and we'll be like, "Sorry, bro, we, <laughs> we just got to like take a tight picture of just the trapezium beer." He'll laugh. He'll laugh. I totally I totally think we should do that. 
Let's do that. I'm on board. Bring that trapezium beer on Saturday. Anyway, I'll, right. I'll, I'll send you a text once uh, I have a clearer idea of our timeline. Uh, I'm not sure how long we're going to be helping Joy, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Speaking of beer, uh, what what are you, uh, so, what are you well, enjoying tonight there? McGuffin? Speaking of birthdays, mm-hmm. um, yesterday, Katie, my youngest, turned 15. Holy cow. Tell me about it. And uh, Muffin turned 14. Oh, Muffin. Yeah. Very old, nice. Old puppy dog. Very old puppy dog. Very old puppy dog. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I, th- I think this is probably last birthday, but you never know. You never know. You never, you never know. know. You never but know. She, she, she's a lot slower these days. Um, I don't know. A couple times this week, she perked up and got her toys out, but she never does anymore. But you know, you know how it is at the. I know. I, I had a I had a husky that was seventeen or eighteen, and blue made it to seventeen or whatever. I mean, I, I had some old dogs, and it's all it, you know. They mess with you because you're like, man, they're old and they're just chilling. And then every once in a while, like they'd have a, that, like that. That have those flashes, not necessarily of being a puppy, but just being playful and yes. having good energy. And what ended up happening is you kind of you kind of enjoy those moments for what they are, and they have a burst. You know, like blue back in the day, you could throw a tennis ball for forty five minutes. Oh my god! Didn't match. You know what I mean? She was just a machine. All and then as day. she got older, you know, once she was an old dog. You know, she would give you a burst, and maybe she was good for two throws. <laughs> and yep. then, you, then you'd throw it again, and she'd be like, "I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'll either go look, I'll go walk over and look at it, or I'll pick it up and just go lay down." And then yep. that was it. But they'd give you the flash every once in a while. So, yeah, but, yeah I'm going through that with my with my cats too at the moment. Yeah, because I mean, Hermione's 18. And oh my God! And Minerva's, and Minerva's fifteen. Yeah, they got some age on them. Wow, they got some age, man. Mm-hmm. You know, All life. Right. They say life comes at you fast. All right, let's not make this depressing, or else we're gonna oh. be, we're gonna be killing off Todd all of a sudden. Oh, wow! What's that? Um, <laughs> wow! That let, let's go back to the turn. Good lord! <laughs> go back to salute a clock real quick. I, I'm I'm rocking a 2019. You know, pre-COVID, pre-COVID, Kentucky Christmas morning from Hardywood, mm. which was given to me, which was given to me by Todd. So thank, thank you, Todd. sir. That this is in honor of Todd's fiftieth. So thank 50. you, sir. You know, it is crazy to think that all of a sudden a bunch of us. Are, I mean, I'm 45, so it is weird to think that 50 is like the horizon of what's next. You know, for yeah, a, a lot for of sure. a lot of our peer group. I mean, it's just weird, or our beer group, I guess, if you want to say. It. Other than Mark, who will be perpetually, you know, a developmentally de- a, a developmentally delayed twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> well, and since we're talking birthdays, obviously, cheers and beers to Jesse, mm-hmm. my man Jesse out there in California. A, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, we gotta uh, wish him a happy birthday. I, actually, that was my Facebook post to him. Was all right, all right, go yell at some clouds, bro. That's what I said to him. <laughs> That's what I put in his in his birthday wishes. So, yeah, he's a good dude, dude. I love him, man. He's one of my my best friends growing up. So, he's very busy these days. But uh, yeah, happy birthday. We got lots of birthdays. October, man. 
I tell you, September, October, man, this this time of year, there's a lot of birthdays. There, there were a lot of people stuffing Christmas stockings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a, there were a lot. There was a lot of Santa's lap dances. You know. <laughs> And January is usually a good one too. So it's like the springtime yeah. Yeah. to January yeah. and then spring into action. Yeah. There's a lot. There's some Let's new growth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At Christmas, New Year's, all the way running up to Valentine's Day, man. It's just a bunch of booty calls. You know? I mean, that's just what happens. So and there you go. That's what happens when in Rome, right? The, yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Anyway, all right, this is probably the most disturbing saluted clock we've had in a long time. I don't know. We've, 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 uh, some of the shit we said about Matt in the past couple, there's. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, that's let's all. just hope we can shake it off, okay? It's all... <laughs> well, you know, for all those, for all those uh, fall and winter babies to be born, you had to let it go before you could shake it off. I'm just saying. This is true. I mean, you did have to go bang, bang on the door first. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Profecta. Yeah. Oh, McGuffin. Yeah. Let's just be thankful. That's kind of, that sounds like that should be the the Colts offensive line theme song, right? Because they let Matt Ryan have it, didn't they? I'm just saying. What's that meme now? Like it's like these five security guards trying to hold back like a hundred thousand people, and they're like, "This is the offensive line trying to hold back a defense," and it's like these five guards that like there's so many gaping holes between each one, and they're all just arms out. It's, I mean, good lord, dude, just a mess. Just a mess. Highest paid offensive line, and it is like fucking Swiss cheese. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. Good, good luck. Good luck, uh, Ellinger. Good luck. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe the Colts will <laughs> rise from the ashes, bro. You never know. It can happen. Maybe we'll get that second tie. Who knows? Yeah. I would say it's far more likely my shark will go on than my heart will go on. I'm just saying. So, hey, Justin, do we want to do a little little fun this week, a, a beer wager on the game? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? All right. Sounds good. All right. It's just an excuse to hang out later. Colts, on, so. Redskins, Ur Commanders. By, we'll the, by the, the way, by the way, by the way, I got to say, man, um, they did their homecoming whatever celebration, which was, which is fine. I mean, it's a shit organization under Dan Snyder. We all understand that. But they did their homecoming game, and they had a bunch of former players there. And a lot of people didn't go. Chris Cooley refused to go, and I totally understand. Uh, but they had a lot of people there, and and people forget, Mark, like Mark Murphy. They think of him with Green Bay, but, I mean, he has ties to the Redskins, right? But anyway, right. they had their homecoming game, and they met with fans before the game, and Tanya Snyder closed her remarks by making – by basically saying hell to the Redskins and it's and people got all up in arms about it. Look, dude, those players were not commanders. They were Redskins. They were Redskins. And the amount of articles that were like, "Oh, they abandoned the name. I can't believe they said, it. dude, fuck off." 
that's what the team was, right? Mm-hmm. They are basically saying, welcome home. This is part of our history. And look, A, I hope, I hope Snyder is forced to sell and somebody comes in there and rebrands the whole damn thing. I don't like Commanders. All right? It sounds like they... I don't know. I, I think Dan Snyder watches too much uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale, right? <laughs> but, and I, I know, it's really, you know, Commander-in-Chief, I think, is really the, it's the play on that. But, either way, I don't like the name. A lot of fans don't like the name. So, I, I hope he's forced to sell, and they come in and they rebrand it anyway. That being said, I think it's okay that you go, they were the Redskins, and if you're going to have a homecoming, and you're going to celebrate players from the franchise... You're not going to say, hey, Daryl Green, you were a great commander. He was a Redskin. Hey, Joe mm-hmm. Gibbs, you were a great, great commander. No, dude. You say hell to the Redskins. That's what the franchise was when they played. It's okay to do that. Right? They, they've yeah. rebranded. They mo- they've moved on for all the – we've talked about all kinds of reasons ad nauseum, right? But that's still who they were, and I think it's 100% absolutely okay to say hail to the Redskins when you're welcoming home and bringing some of these players back that were with the franchise when they were known as the Redskins. Like, shocking. Yeah, shocker. I mean, fuck out of here, man. Good lord. Some of you, some of, some of these people are just sensitive bitch bags. Good God. Butthurt alert. A lot of butthurt alert, man. Y'all, y'all need a whole bunch of screech arounds from somebody. Good lord. <laughs> Pansy bastards. Good god. <laughs> swear, dude. Anyway, all right, sorry for the random topic jump. It, and I just that was like a random tangent hop, but I just I can't believe people were complaining about that. That's not a slip of the tongue. That's who they were. That's who those players yeah. played for. They didn't play like to me. It would be insulting to be like, "Hey, hey, Daryl Green, well, how did you like your time with the Commanders?" That doesn't make any sense. He's like, "Who the fuck are who? the Commanders? Who they drafted? Who they, who <laughs> they drafted? Who who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker!" <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's not. A, I mean, it's just dumb, man. People got all up. Uh, well, I shouldn't say some people did. I think it was more of a, a media story than anything else. I think Probably. most people said, "Well, that's who they were." We understand. Most reasonable, <coughs> reasonable people. people go. Well, that's what they were known as at the time. Let it go. Good lord. Reasonable people. Did. There you go. Yes. That that's when you need to play. Let it go. Yeah, seriously. That, that's yeah. you know you're you're a hundred percent thousand percent correct man we'll go back to that right sorry for the sniffle snuffle up against noises over here parents know bro we know you know the other word the the other soundbite that's probably super appropriate for that go for it there you go i gotta find the right board I haven't memorized the pattern here yet but here you go there you go (laughs) oh no Where'd it go? Cunts. Oh, there it is. Lots of cunts. I didn't realize if I changed off that tab that it would stop playing. That kind of ruined that moment, but there you go. We'll do it live! Fuck it! (laughs) Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! 
fucking thing sucks. Damn right it does. <laughs> I mean, we can just keep it civil. Just be like, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, that that is accurate. Here, let me flip back to the right tab. This is dedicated to you and anybody that doesn't understand why they called him or why Tanya Snyder said hail to the Redskins. Fuck them. There you go. Not that we're trying to defend a Snyder or anything. No, but but just pick your battles, man. That's just a stupid-ass one. Yeah, like, come on. Just dumb. Good Lord. Anyway, um... Where were we? Let me flip back to this thing. Might as well talk about the uh, the commanders. Or uh, I really just I prefer calling them Washington because I hope the commanders name just call them Washington. I hope that name gets erased. I will say, you know, it, that was a kind of a tough a tough spot. It, it's weird. I know a lot of people hitch their <laughs> hitch their wagons to to Carson Wentz, and uh, I've tried to be reasonably optimistic about it. He's had some moments, but like Heineke is an underdog story. That's the guy that's easy to root for. And I believe it's clear that the fan base and the team, there is something about Heineke. I'm not saying he's a quality NFL starter. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is the vibe with him. Uh, I, I think the team rallies to that guy. And I think the I think the fan base rallies to that guy because he's got that underdog motif and that story. And there's something about that. Um, he had a rough start to that game. Let's not kid ourselves. He had a rough start. Uh, Devondre Campbell stealing that ball from that, that wide receiver and taking it back for the pick six. It was 14-3 Packers at that point. Mm-hmm. So uh, they could have folded. They didn't. They didn't. And then they were down 14-10, to and Heineke dropped back on a third and six, and he ended up taking off. He got hit from behind, fumbled. Looked like it was going to be a scoop and score, but uh, the Packers got flagged for illegal. Con- Ooh, LaFleur was pissed. He was pissed, but uh, it was, was the right call. It was the right call, but that's one of those where you're like, oh, God. It had nothing to do with the play. Right. But. You're like, how do you mess that up, man? How do you F that up, dude? Yeah. Uh, ended up wiping out the score. Uh, but there's a couple of moments in this game that I think are really critical. In the third quarter, Heineke hit McLaurin for a 37-yard touchdown. Gorgeous. That was a, that was a great throw. Gorgeous it was a, pass. It was, it was a great, great pass. Great play by McLaurin. Uh, old scary Terry. That, that was a 17-14 Washington lead at that point. And as the game progressed, um, we talked about Dobbs butterballing it. That was a fourth and one in the fourth quarter from the 37. But later in that game, there was a, there was one play in particular that I think really stands out, and it was Heineke with a real clutch play. It was third and nine, under duress, and he managed to to throw to Terry McLaurin at near the sideline. And was that thing a little bit of a rainbow? It was. But it got where it needed to get to. McLaurin went and got that damn thing. He had defenders hitting him, and but he brought it in. He held on. That was a clutch ass play by those two guys, right? Legit, because that was money. They needed that. So we can pile on the Packers for sucking bags of ass, and they deserve some grief for the for the BSE and the butt hurt alert and all those things. But I don't think you can just give them grief without giving Washington and Heineken McLaurin some credit. Absolutely. You know, for, for doing that. So, it's a mixed bag, man. But I'm not saying Heineke is the answer long term. But I do believe that there's something about that guy. There's some mojo there, man. I'm not even... To be honest, I would have preferred that they just played Heineke this year. I'm not sure whether they expended the, the 
made the trade and spent the money. Well, I know why. Because Dan Snyder obviously is hoping for the proverbial, uh, we build a stadium and get a quarterback, the fan base loves me. I know why he did it. But I, I think the fan base would have been excited to see Heineke. Yes, we understand he has limitations, but maybe the next couple of games will will give us a, a little insight into that. And But let's remember, like that playoff game, not last year, but the year before, where he literally came off the street and they, they almost took out Tampa Bay and they Crazy. almost took out Tampa Crazy. Bay and Chase Young was like that that's my dude like yeah he like when your number one pick the number two overall pick is like that's my dude that's my that's my guy like that that gets everybody hyped like that makes does. you love the guy the legend of Taylor Honey man he's got fun shirts I mean, yeah, he's just easy to pull for. Yeah, let's call him but it off. But the kid, he grinds. He doesn't give up. Like, he, no. he's scrappy. He will yes. fight you till the end. There's you know, it's like that dude that. in basketball that you hate to go against because he's scrappy and just defends you to the death or he'll go after you all day long. Yeah. And it's like, like, dude, can you just chill? And it's he's like, no, he's he's not going to no, chill. No, he's not going to chill. He, he He's a scrapper. And look, realistically, this should be the Eagles' division, bar none. And if for some reason the Eagles falter, it should be the Cowboys' division. And if for some reason they falter too, it should be the Giants' division. And if for some reason all well, three of them. Let's not forget the Giants are six and one. Bro. I know, I know. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, it's a, so the I like all the stuff where people are talking about the NFC beast. So, which at, you know, in the eighties, it was the NFC beast. Yes, other than was. people it forget, was. other than people forget that Arizona was. It's still weird to think of Arizona ever being in the NFC East, <laughs> right? It's still so far out west. It's, it's yeah, it's so strange to think that the Cardinals were a part of the NFC East. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. But they uh, were, that, and uh, that was eight and, losses a year. <laughs> and the other thing that people forget is that Boomer Esiason was the Cardinals quarterback. Like, there's a couple mm. of there's a couple of things that people totally forget. But yeah. Arizona, the NFC East, because that made a lot of sense. Yeah, right. Uh, completely goofy. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the moxie in the fight. Look, that's not a good team. And marginal teams, marginal teams better be scrappy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to be. Yep. You got to be. So, again, Green Bay deserves the flack. Rodgers deserves the flack. But you have to give Washington, you got to give Heineke credit. Absolutely, you know, and and that guy that guy has gotten some wins over some over some high caliber you know people. I'm not saying he's the answer, but I I think people would enjoy seeing him scrap, you know, along the way. So he's easy, yeah. He's just so easy to root for when you're a Washington fan right now. It's yeah. just like plus give he, us something. He's got a fun name. People call him Beer Boy. He's got great T-shirts. You know, roll with it, man. Give the fan base something they enjoy. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that they were chanting "Sell the team." That was wonderful, uh, <laughs> and people were holding up signs that said "Sell the team." And stadium security was getting on their ass. Shocker. Random side note from this game: the Packers had no third down conversions, first time since 1999. By the way, holy crap! Dude. 370 games. Was Brett? I was. Yeah, Brett Favre was playing that, yeah, that, that year. Favre was. Yeah, Favre was there. It's ninety nine. Favre was there, and that was before Aaron Rodgers graduated high school. <laughs> Damn. And Green Bay only rushed for thirty eight yards. 
Sheesh. Yeah, they, they did not. They did. That was a rough game. So you uh, got Aaron Jones and AJ <laughs> Dillon, and you only rushed for thirty-eight yep, yards. Yep, it was a mess. It was a mess. First, Damn. first three-game losing streak under Lafleur. Lafleur, and uh, you know, I've had this conversation with Matt a lot, and I don't dislike Lafleur per se, but I think he's gotten a lot of credit. Uh, a lot of unearned credit because Devontae and Rodgers were a special combo. You know, a, a lot of people look a lot better if you got a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame wide receiver. It helps you out a lot. Yep. And um, LaFleur is taking some tough lessons this year. That whole team is. Rodgers is, and LaFleur definitely is. But I think he's gotten a lot of gloss and a lot of credit. And where I've been frustrated is not with their regular season success. It's been what have they done in the playoffs and they've had good seeds, and they've had good positioning in the playoffs, and they haven't capitalized. And they're a hop, skip, and a jump away from Rodgers basically going his career. I mean, he got a ring. Can't take that away from him. But I remember when Green Bay won that Super Bowl, it was like, man, what a great window. What a great opportunity for success. I haven't gotten another one. It's hard. It's hard to win, and it's really hard to win multiples. Think about how good Seattle was, and they were close to having multiples. They were close. Run the ball might have made a difference. Run, the, run the ball. Where, where's Richard, sir? <laughs> yeah, right. Where's Where's Richard? Sir? Run the ball. They were run close. The ball. They were close. But as good as they were, that was a that was two, and they only won one. You know, I mean, it, it's very, very hard to win multiple Super Bowl. It's hard to win one. It's really it's, hard to win multiple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as good as Rodgers has been, he, he, his attitude and how he's handled some things invites criticism. It just does. I like him, but he's a bit of a prick. It invites some criticism. That's just the reality. Now, does he care about that? He may not. Do most people care about it? They may not. It, some of it's just the media environment and the nature of football and the nature of sports and the nature of fandom. A lot of fan, a lot of fans are, you know, this fandom stuff. There's a lot of assholes, and some of the most vocal people are the most obnoxious people. That's that's how it goes. I've been to enough football games in my life. Lord knows, you know, there's some obnoxious d bags out there, and they exist on message boards, and you know. That's still a thing. I still participate in a couple of matches. I always but, contend that the dumbest people love to hear themselves heard out loud. I will always all I know contend. is if that's true, man, I am in all kinds of trouble. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I I'll, say that explains Philly fans. That's for sure. <laughs> so you go to a game, you're well behaved, but you get these people out there that will say some of the dumbest shit you'll ever hear, yeah, and you'll true. be like. Like on the podcast, that's a different story because we're here amongst friends. But like when you're out in public, eh, I don't know. I know, I know. It it's tough. It's tough. But there there are a lot of very obnoxious people. There are a lot of big morons out there, and so some of the most vocal people are obviously ding dongs. That's just kind of the. It's true in politics. It's certainly true in sports, man. Mm-hmm. And there's no doubt about that. No doubt about and that. And music, as we're finding out. Well, yeah, that's also true. So. Uh, mixed bag, but I don't know. I, I, I hope the next, uh, I hope Heineke gets a good shake of it the next couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. That's a, t- that's a tough division because I, I think, I think Philly is upper echelon. Dallas is good and the giants are competitive. Good. I think that, I think Dallas's defense is legitimately good. 
Yes. Um, and so that will they'll win a lot of games because their defense is upper tier. Philly, I think, is upper tier both sides of the ball. Dallas, I think, is elite on defense and good on offense. The Giants are just they're just competitive. I don't know how good they really are, but they're competitive and the the and Washington I think their coaching is like they've really done good. a great job. You they know just you need the players. Yeah, you you know you've done pretty well when fans are rolling up in the stands with like your face, your fathead face, like right? You got yeah, a fat head much. on the shirt. They love some day ball up there. It is a good hire. It's a good hire, it's a man. Smart hire. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant hire. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough division. So there's not a lot of opportunity space there, but an ugly win is still a win. So you kinda, ugly win, greater than pretty loss. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. 100%. Every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Yeah. So, well, I think we've covered most of the football. We need to cover a little bit of baseball before we get out of here. But I, I will say a couple of final thoughts on the NFL. Um, we talked about Gino uh, early in the podcast, and just the Seahawks handling business against the Chargers. Number one, credit to the Seahawks. But also, Chargers going to Charger, man. That, that team cannot get out of its own damn way. Mm-mm. And I, they just, for whatever reason, that team likes to, it just seems to get down versus everybody they play. It's just so strange to me. It's been their MO for years. I know. I know. It's just bizarre, man. Third straight week, the Chargers fell behind by double digits in the first quarter. That is a hard way to win, dude. Can't do it. Yeah. What do the analytics tell you about that, coach? Go Anywho. for it on fourth down every time. Every time. But, you know, Gino had some real real nice throws, man. Uh, Gino, by the way, six touchdown passes this season. He's got six touchdown passes on throws 20-plus yards downfield. He had two versus the Chargers. He is tied for the most in the NFL this season with, give you one guess. I'm going to say Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the correct guess. Six touchdowns. Again, I'm going to say it again. It's the only guess. <laughs> right. Six. Well, Mahomes would be the other guess. I was going to say that's the other guy yeah. I was going to say. But So if if you're saying that Geno Smith is doing something that you would normally only guess Mahomes and Allen, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. I don't know if yeah. it'll hold up. We do get, again, we get the Giants Seahawks this weekend. They might answer a couple of questions, but we'll see. I, I don't know um, if DK Metcalf is going to suit up or not. Uh, but I'm glad it's not a severe injury. There's, there feels like it hasn't been a spate of injuries as of late. So hopefully he's. I, uh, I would doubt it. As as good of a start as they've gotten off to, like he he I, needs to rest up. Yeah, rest. Yeah. Sit, sit, let him sit out. Let him heal up. Yeah. I mean, Geno's balling. Uh, Walker's balling. That defense is balling. Like you take the L, you take the L. But it's. You know, you're in first in your division, and no one gave you a damn chance. No, I, most it, house money, baby, house, house money. money. Yeah, house money. Mm-mm. Although I guess you know, we're t- talking about these things these quarterbacks are doing. I guess we could have guessed Burrow. By the way, lit up the Falcons. Good God, mm-hmm. um, Burrow. By the way, tied two other quarterbacks for the most fifty-plus yard touchdown passes in their first three years. Damn, there's two others. So, there's three quarterbacks. He he is he is the third. He's tied two other guys for the most fifty plus yard touchdown passes in their first three years. One of them, I know you will not guess. If you get one of the two, you're, I'll give you the other one. All right, team. 
I'm gonna say Kurt Warner. Nope. All right, team. Vikings. Oh, uh, Randall Cunning. No, uh, fuck. <laughs> Colt. No, not Cole Pepper. Cole Pepper. Nope. You gotta go. You gotta go more old school. Fran uh, Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton is one of them, bro. That that's actually not who I thought y'all would guess. But okay. once I gave you a team, like I couldn't give you the team for the other guy because you'd automatically know who it was. It's probably Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Really? Nuh-uh. Huh. Mm-mm. Dan Marino? Dan Marino, baby. If I had said Ooh. Dolphins, you absolutely would have been like, Dan Marino. Boom. So Burrow, yeah, Burrow, Marino, and Fran Tarkenton. Wow. That's, the- that's elite company. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Burrow and the Bengals were lighting the Falcons the F oh, up, dude. dude. They lit those asses up. They fi- it's like they finally just got in sync, and that offense was just revving at a high high level. And, the and game. now Chase and, that, and now Chase is out for four to six weeks. So, <laughs> but even yeah. with that, they still have solid receivers. They do without him. So yeah, it's well. It's I mean, crazy Chase, to think. Chase is special. I think the other guys yeah, are good, is. but Chase Chase is special. Uh, Burrow passed for three hundred forty five yards in the first half alone. I thought for sure he was going for the record. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to break Norm Van Brocklin's record for the most passing yards in a game. That's, That's what, the way it looked like. Yeah, I mean he had he, he finished with forty one. So you know. Yeah, that was a shock he didn't get to five hundred. He he also I was surprised too. Well, I'm sure if they had really wanted to, they could have. Uh he also became the first quarterback to have five games of four hundred yards or more in his first three seasons. Dang. And you know everybody would have been, your first guess would have been Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz he, he's or Marino, one or the other. Yeah. So, good job. You know who did not have a lot of yardage? Marcus <laughs> Mariato. Uh he completed eight passes for the Falcons. <laughs> so, I love how this week the Fox uh, NFL Sunday did like a big like special with him. You know how they do an interview each uh-huh. week with players and they're like, "Oh, Marcus Mariota's back." And then he just got fucking waxed this week. It's like womp womp. Mm, a little too soon, guys. Womp, womp, too, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, if anybody deserved the fail horn from this week, definitely was Mariota. Yeah. How did they beat the Donners last week? I just don't. I don't even understand it. Tra- Trap game. Trap game, and they pretty much ran the Niners' own playbook against them. Yeah. Plus or- injuries and injuries caught up to them because. Yeah, when you're down six, seven of your own your own defensive starters, you're playing a bunch of backups for the most part. That tends to <laughs> factor into things. So, yeah. or as Goodell would say, Marcus Mariotto. Mariotto. So, mm-mm. also, as we talked a little bit about the Giants, kudos to them for finding a way to, to get this W. Get this dub from Jacksonville. No, no they tried. To, they, they tried to lose it in the end. I ends. know. I know. I know. I still love. I still love, man. In the um, <laughs> in the fourth quarter, man, it's Jags ball. It's fourth and one from the twenty, and they were like, "Kick a field goal." Hell no. Uh, they tried to quarterback sneak it, didn't get it. But I loved watching after that. I love watching Danny Dimes take off, break a couple of tackles. Has plenty of room to run. And then the turf monster just gets that dude again. His feet just get tangled <laughs> up. It just wipes out. It's just fantastic. Uh, that dude always seems to get the turf monster. Yes, he does. He should, look, for Halloween, I hope I hope like hell he just 
dresses up as some turf. Like that, <laughs> that should be his Halloween costume, man. Like a hundred percent. But you know, the Jags had a crack at it, man. And Lawrence hit oh, Christian Kirk right there. Right. I mean, it wasn't as bad as say the Chicago that Bears watching the game where the dude was in the end zone and then bobbled it out. But I mean, yeah. Christian Kirk was right there. Christian Kirk was right there, and that Giants defense stepped up to keep him out. The Giants, by the way, have an NFL best four fourth quarter comebacks this season. Dang. Mm-hmm. They also became the first team in NFL history to start six and one or better and have each of their first seven games decided by one possession. Their six wins are by a combined 27 points. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a very thin line there, that, That's man. tight, bro. Tight like prom night, we used to yes, like to sir. say. Yeah, yes, that's, that's tough. So that's a hard way to keep winning. You're going to lose a couple of them. But I think it's reflective of day bowl and preparation and coaching and belief. You know, it's all these, there's tangible and intangible things with football, with sports, really in general. But you have to believe in, like that team has to believe in each other, yes. right? And they, yes, they, they, have, they, they have to play to us, they have to play that way. To win tight games like that, you have to prep and plan and be willing to put stuff on the line to pull that off. So they are, and kudos to them for that, for sure. Uh, I will say it was good to see two out there. Not that that Dolphins-Steelers game was a thing of beauty. It was not, uh, for sure. This is another game where I don't understand. In the third quarter, the Dolphins were up 16-10. to 10. They had a fourth and, free, fourth and three from the 14, and they went full sexy Rexy, dude. F it, I'm going deep, man. Uh and they didn't take, kick the field take goal. Take the points. They, they, they ran for it. It was a turnover on downs, dude. You would have been up nine. Take the points. It's a third quarter. Take the points. It's a third quarter in an ugly-ass football game. Take the, take the field goal, bro. I mean, they now granted, I mean, it got kind of randomly entertaining at the end. I mean, Pickett kept throwing interceptions. But uh, so kudos to the Dolphins' defense, of course. But take the points, dude. Yeah, take I, the points. I don't know what the analytics were telling, whatever was on the sheet, but I mean, realistically, come on, dude, go up, go up nine, go up nine. It makes sense. It was the right decision. They didn't do it. Just weird to me, man. Weird to me. Uh, anywho, all right. Any kind of final final football thoughts or? All I know is, is for the Packers this weekend, they're not right in the ship. If oh, they, Christ. If they, if they, if they manage to, if they manage to pull an upset on Buffalo, I'll be damn impressed. But yeah, no. ooh, man, uh-huh. that, that, that's, that's a tall order right there. Not so for- this does not happen often, but in the, the pick'em league, mm-hmm. I have Buffalo with the 16 point confidence pick. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't blame you. I'm Jumbo. I don't think I have Max, but they're they're high up there. I would be shocked if Buffalo doesn't run them up, run them out of there. To me, Green Bay might be able to make a, a half of it, maybe, but I just I don't have any 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 faith in them being able to deal with because I think the offense will let them down. Even if the defense is good for a half, I just I think the offense is gonna let them down, and then Buffalo will start pouring on points, like. I, I just I would be shocked, but stranger things have happened. 
I mean, the Bears whooped up on New England on Monday Night Football, right? Yeah. That's true. Is this is this in Green Bay or is this in Buffalo? Oh, it's in Buffalo, dude. So this is what mm-hmm. three road games in a row for Green Bay after going to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they've done a lot of traveling. So yeah, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo about to light that ass up. Buffalo, Buffalo's going to kick the tires, light the fires, man. Yeah, and coming <laughs> off the bye week as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I'm not feel. I would not. I would not touch anything with that game other than being <laughs> plus, you know just plus Bills. But that that's a big spread. That's a rather generous one, but. Nobody in their right mind is gonna is gonna think Green Bay has a legitimate shot, unless the game is fluky or Green Bay Green Bay Green Bay plays absolutely <laughs> out of their skulls, dude. Green Blaze, baby. Yeah, Green Blaze. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what I need to feel a little bit better. Clear all this out, of Green Blaze. Just not feeling it, man. Like I, I do a game of the week at work, so I, I I pick it, and if the staff gets it right, they get like a jeans day. Uh, and so I ended up doing the Giants and the Seahawks, and then in my email out, I said, um, "What you thought I was going to pick Buffalo and and Green Bay? <laughs> I'm not a glutton for punishment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't want anything to do with that one." I mean, I want to watch it, and I'd love it. I, I think it'd be great if Green Bay won. Don't get me wrong, but it, like that's going to take a down game from Buffalo and an incredible game from from Green Bay. Don't see it happening. I think they're going to get their, you know, the, the most likely outcome is that Buffalo hands them their ass, you know, and that's that. So, and I think that's the largest spread under Aaron Rodgers since he's been there. I mean, if I was him, I would use, it. I would use I would use that. I would use that as fuel. It'd be like, hey, these guys. They should they use it. It doesn't mean they're gonna do anything with it, though. I know. That's just... that's the thing. That's the thing. So anyway, all right. Matt Ryan benched. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady washed, done. As everyone wants to, you know, throw the dirt on their graves. I wouldn't do that yet, but definitely tough sledding and. Rest assured, the troll the troll fans are having a field day, piling on Rodgers and piling on Brady, and they're gonna. That's the way it goes, you know. That's the way it goes. Their, their teams haven't delivered. They haven't delivered. It's uh, it's gonna be rough and tumble, and people are gonna poke fun of them, make fun of them, and you know they they've earned the grief. They've earned the grief. Some missteps on field, off field, and people are gonna give them the business, man. That's what's. I mean, God bless. That's what's. That's what fans do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Some hate. Uh, speaking Personal of, foul. Give yeah. them the business. Speaking of giving anybody the business, good lord, the Astros sweeping the Yankees out. That was an atrocious series for the Yankees. Atrocious. So bad, in fact, I had to laugh at this. This little bit from Pedro. I have one question. Yes. For all of New York. Yes. New York. Who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want an answer and I want it quick. New York, who's your daddy? Should I say the Astros? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should say the Astros. I went back and I was laughing because uh, they had that. There was a, a dude in game three of the ALCS, and people were taking pictures of him. 
And he does kind of have this Babe Ruth vibe to him with his haircut and his face. I don't know if you guys saw the picture of this dude. Um, and if you didn't, I'll throw it in the sports group chat real quick just so you have some kind yeah, of – throw it in the chat. Just so you have a frame of reference. Uh, but he definitely has a, a very Babe Ruth vibe. And, I'll, you know, you just laugh because you're like, man, everybody was like, hey, can they sign this guy? <laughs> like, all they were just having a field day. And uh, Lord knows the the Yankees could have used uh, all the help they could get, man. <laughs> Just ridiculous. You know the Astros seven and zero at this postseason. Look, man, their their pitchers and bullpen were dealing, and and the Yankees struggled to put the ball in play, man. Look, fifty strikeouts in four games, dude. Bro, come that's on. Brutal. And when they had that bullshit about well the the roof was open and they were. You know, talking about the exit velocity of Judge's ball, have one to home run because roof was open. Bro, the only exit velocity that mattered in that series was the exit velocity of the Yankees the hell out of the playoffs. Right? Fuck out of here. F-O-H talking about some roof being open. Y'all got whooped. Sounds like you're making excuses. Y'all got whooped. The Astros ERA... The team ERA for the playoffs, 1.88. That bullpen is nasty. Yes. Good luck, y'all. Philly's going to need it. Now, Philly's bringing some bats. And Bryce Harper, and look, Harper's been on fire, man. And Schwarber's been, been balling too, sure. But, bro, talk about some luck. Get the hell out of here, man. I mean, the Yankees, I mean, in that fourth game, they had their chance. They were up in the they seventh did. and had an easy double play ball, and this dude was – Oh, my bad. God. The, Just that... make the toss correctly, dude. And But through it past a shortstop, I, you know. Like, <coughs> what, an, what an – what a, what a terribly executed play. Oh, it, it's, it's terribly defense. executed. It was, that, it, it was gross. And, you know, own the loss. You don't don't blame the roof. Don't talk about luck. Y'all sucked. Y'all sucked. Mm-hmm. You got your ass handed to you by the Astros. That's Problem it. is, is the Astros. You have to be able to bang out hits and play a little uh, small ball. The Yankees depended on the home run, and it it it, it showed, and it cost them in that series. I'd, I'd say. I'd say because you got to build a. You know, get guys on base, get them over, then do a sack fly or get a single, double, get them home. Some. That's how Kansas City won, you know, a few years ago. They they played small ball. Yeah, you know, a little small ball, you know, you can't hit home runs in the postseason all the time. You know, you got to be able to adapt. And when the pitching staff is really good, you know, you got to – you got to adapt your I game. I mean, man. I'm just saying, Whitfield has played small ball his entire life. <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess the I, mo- per- uh, period of mourning is over. <laughs> Not for any woman he's with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was dirty. What, she said? Return of the snarky one. Yeah, there it is. Return of the snark. (laughs) (laughs) Click, click, pull, baby. (laughs) 
The click click pull out method. There you go. I will I will ask you this though, out of curiosity, out of curiosity, after we piled on Woodfield. We love you, bro. All right. So let's just have a quick chat about Aaron Judge. He's gonna get paid. You hear rumors about the Dodgers, the Giants, the Met. I mean, you hear like lots of little chatter. Realistically, do you think that dude is out of there? I realistically no. No? I, I think I think the right contract would have to come along that with, would having the right incentives. Like it would have to be a pretty loaded deal for him to probably just be like, Yeah, I'm out, peace. Yeah. Nah, because I mean the the fans embraced him. I mean, the the media has said like if George were still alive, he would have been signed before last season. Like Well, so here's a couple things to keep in mind. Right. I like Judge. Good dude. Some people would argue that he he's peaked. You're not going to get this again. But a couple of things to keep in mind. He struck out 15 times in non-playoff games this year. In 44 career playoff games, he's a 211 hitter. Yeah. That's tough. You know, and A-Rod struggled for a long time in the playoffs, and he had that one good run that got him to a championship. You know, and you got to make the playoffs. You so do. you got 162 games during the regular season. That's where you're going to make the most money. And, you know, I, I guess you could make an argument that if, if, depending on the construct of a team that signed him, where he's at in the lineup and what he brings that they could leverage him differently. And th- and that's fair. That's fair commentary. I just, I'm just kind of curious. I, I'm very curious to see who, who goes after him, what they offer. Cause obviously the Yankees are cash rich. I mean, they can pay whatever if they choose to. Uh, and people would absolutely shit bricks. If it was like the Dodgers, <laughs> they would go bananas. Yeah, that. I mean, the Dodgers, they've got enough money to go after them. They go after um, whoever they want. Uh, the Mets. I mean, he could stay in New York. Somebody, there was one like random caller, and I think it was on Dan Patrick, and they were like talking about like, would it be crazy if 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 basically Judge and Degrom switch teams? <laughs> oh, it would be such a bizarro thing for New York. It would be bizarro, mm-hmm. but I mean, with the way things are going anymore, it wouldn't be shocking. Yeah. No, I, I just at this point. Whoever your cash rich teams are, will go after them. They'll make an offer, and he can figure it out from there. Oh sure, now, I mean he, he already I, had a big old baller offer from you know the Yankees anyway. <clears throat> he, he bet on himself, so we'll see. Yeah, he had a great year. He had a great year, but yeah, some people are going to make the argument that, that this was this was peak. What's the likelihood he hit sixty again or sixty two? But what's the likelihood he does this again? And, and that's the thing, like, like, not great. I'm not, I'm not doing a a ten year contract like mm-hmm. the Angels did with Pujols. Mm-hmm. I, I'll do a a rich five six year deal where I'll I'll max out at, you know, like I I can't remember what he won. I think he won at like three hundred fifty million dollars. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Um, I did want to play this one clip. Uh, I think it's muy importante. Uh, Randy, unless you had some thoughts on Judge, I'm going to play this clip. I mean, with whatever he decides to do, uh, obviously, I like I said, I still feel like he's going to be 
he's going to stay in New York. I don't say, yeah. I'm not saying it's the Mets. It'd be, it'd be cool, but I feel like the vibe he gives off might not be a great fit, but obviously I could be wrong. Uh, I don't sound like I know the guy personally, but <laughs> what? Um, I thought you I were think, hanging out drinking beers with this dude. Trust me. I, I figured you just did. So I figured, I figured I that shit. I figured your fuck face self ditched all of us and was, and we're hanging out with judge at trapezium. Surprised you didn't send us selfies. <laughs> oh, trust me, if that was the if that happened, I'd let everybody know. Um, but no, I I think he he stays a Yankee. There's no way they just mm. lose a like the centerpiece of that offense that helped them make the playoffs. There's just no way. Would it be interesting if he did go? Yeah, it would be. I, the question is, is really who has the money to offer him? Hey, look what he's. If if he just wants to produce in a regular season and, and either not make or suck in the playoffs, he can go be an angel. Oh, you're not wrong true, there. True just saying. Yeah. Just, no, I, I think if he mean. was going to go, I think if he was going to go anywhere, he would end up land. I, he'd probably end up like Yankees and National League, which is you know fucking Dodgers, just because right. they're just buying everybody and their damn brother up, or at least trying to bring in talent. Trying, trying, trying. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Again, I'll I'll just be curious. I'll be curious where he goes. I don't wish him any ill will. I do think you can make a reasonable argument that that organization, and I know they're easy to hate. I understand why. Um, but the Boone and Cashman, like some of my friends in my feeds that are Yankees fans, man, they are so tired of those two guys. <laughs> well, I mean, so. you can thank Steinbrenner for that shit when he was alive and just – Oh, hey, this guy's a free agent. Let me just throw money at him and bring him I over. I hear you. I hear you. But uh, I don't, you, can't, you can't count on. And now the Dodgers are doing it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel like the Dodgers are as hateable as the Yankees, though. Maybe not, but they're getting there. They're, they're slowly they're, but surely they're, working they're their way there. up there. Fuckers, they're getting there. The hell. I don't know. We'll see. I'll ask you this. Oh, before I get there, I want to play this clip. My bad. Um, obviously, uh, the Philly Philly's delivering it. And I said earlier, Bryce Harper's been pretty hot. Uh, fifth playoff home run for Harper the other night, closing out the Padres. They were down 3-2 in the bottom of the eighth, and Harper cranked out a, a two-run. I mean, that was, that was a hell of a home run, dude. That was a fantastic at-bat. spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Harper ended up being the uh, NLCS MVP. Well-deserved, I would say. Um, but I, I love the I love the call of of that at of that at bat man. Two balls, two strikes to Bryce Harper. Suarez delivers, swing and a drive left field. It's deep. It's going yes! and it is gone. Yes! yes, it is Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. That was so awesome to watch. It was such Are a you dramatic kidding moment. me? Oh, his 10th career home run of the postseason. And he may never hit a bigger one. Oh. Great call. Bedlam at the bank. Great call. Yeah. Great call. It, what, a, what a moment, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was. And, you know, I, I've I've made fun of and bagged on Harper. I don't legitimately wish that guy any ill will. I do think it's fascinating I, I'm not going to tell you that I think either team is particularly like, like if you're not a fan of them, I don't think anybody's like, oh, dude, I can't wait to root for the Phillies. 
oh shit the astros hell yeah like i you know what i mean like i don't that's not really that's not really the vibe with either of those two teams i guess unless you're you know hoping for a deal from mattress mac maybe maybe you're pulling for the astros <laughs> yeah. 75 mil at the astros yeah, by, man like, by the way uh mattress mac is is if the astros win the world series He's gonna win seventy five million, which would be the largest recorded payout in legal sports betting history. That's insane. It's absolutely bananas. Now he does crazy stuff, and he um he sells mattresses, obviously, with a name like Mattress Mac. He basically promises customers their money back if the team he bets on wins. So he's gonna be just fine either way. But, I mean, the, the amount of money on that is just astronomical, I guess we can oh, say. Oh, yeah. we see what you did there. There, there you go. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Actually, what, <laughs> what can I say? What can I say except <laughs> you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. That's right. Uh, so pretty wild. I feel like uh, people are going to end up they might respect the Astros, right? And, and maybe, you know, and, and I joked around with you guys that, you know, Dusty Baker getting a ring would be nice to see. Uh, and I, I don't have a dog in the fight, per se, but there's still some salt. I think there's still a lot of salt over some of the things the Astros did. And whether it's fair or not, I don't think that organization has gotten away from that entirely. Oh, Fans yeah. don't forget. So, not that Bryce Harper is lovable, not that the Phillies are lovable, it's Philadelphia after all. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Cheesesteak and assholes, that's Philadelphia. And um, Boo Santa. And, it, yeah, batteries at Santa Claus and, you know, some, some dickheads. But, I would think people are, are torn. I'm curious what the ratings will be on this. I hope it's a competitive, good series. I think it's a little uh, the break between the conclusion of the NLCS and the ALCS and the World Series feels excessive. I will say that I, I do think they're waiting a little long to be cranking this up. Uh, game one is Friday, which is tonight. Uh, hopefully, I have this podcast flipped and posted by Friday night. Uh, dear God, I hope so. Good uh, luck. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But I don't know. I'm very curious to see. I. I think if you just did like a random poll, I think most people are going to be like, fuck the Astros, give me the Phillies. Right? But it's not because they like the Phillies. It's just because they dislike the Astros. True story. You know? So I'd like to hear your just quick react, call your shot kind of take, and then we, we need to get out of here. Uh, but kind of a, a kind of a call your shot take on um, Phillies, Astros, and yeah, just where you're sitting with that. And and again, I'll, I'll say, I, I think the layover is too long between, you know, they wrapped up, man. They, they ought to be cranking that thing up a little bit earlier, but that's, yeah, that's they, me. They should have been. That's a long way. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just give you my quick. I think the Astros win, but I'll be rooting for Philly. All right. It's not, a, it's, it's not a sweep though, is it? No. Nah. I mean, looking at just the matchups in general and looking at just everything here, it's like, like we were talking about earlier, if if for the Astros, if the pitching is on, I don't see how they're gonna um, the, you know they're gonna lose a series. But I do think that Philly's gonna come in hot, 
and they're going to take some games they normally wouldn't take. So I think it's going to I think it's going to be uh, Astros and six for that. Are you kind of going like with what Shannon's doing though, where you just expect the Astros to win, but you're? I don't. I mean, I expect them to win, but what the thing is is I feel like it's going to be. There's going to be a couple games that. Yeah, but what's your rooting interest? Well, the rooting interest is going to, always going to be Astros. Fuck the Phillies. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, there we go. He, All right. He's a Mets that's, fan. That's, <laughs> a Mets fan. That's, the that's what I want. That's what I wanted out of Randy. All right. You were just waiting for me to say to fuck the Phillies. Yes. You were waiting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, analytical here. And... Uh, no, I just I wanted you to go ahead. We and... don't care about the analytics. No, I wanted you. <laughs> no. Fine. Fuck the Phillies. There you go. Fuck them. Fucking good. Fucking good. Fuck good? Wow. Ah. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> there it is. Suck it, Phillies. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So Shannon's pulling for the Phillies, but expects the Astros to win. Uh, Randy over here just says, "Fuck the Phillies. Let the Astros win." I, I just want a good series, man. Uh, but yeah, it, it's. I mean, it feels like the Astros are the playoff freight train, and that that pitching staff, starting pitches, the bullpen are so good. But I, I am very curious to see, given how well the Phillies have been playing and being hot, if this lay this this layoff between the conclusion, right, of the ALCS and the NLCS, between that and the start of the World Series has an adverse impact on those bats. Which you already know the pitching staff from Houston is going to have an adverse impact on those bats, but that it just feels like a long break man yeah. it feels like a long break particularly with a team that's just mashing and playing well so i think i, I think i'm going to be on shannon's I, I think most most realistically i'm on shannon's page here which is i'm rooting for the phillies to make a series of it i kind of expect the astros to win but i think it would be interesting and probably a smidge more compelling um, if the Astros, or excuse me, if the uh, Phillies find a way to pull it off, but it just—it almost feels like this is a big fu from Houston to everybody else, right? Doesn't it? it doesn't does. feel like the Astros. This is like their, you know, random Chargers lady double bird, right? <laughs> like this this is their opportunity to double bird everybody else and be like, mm-hmm, suck yep. it, y'all. We delivered. You bang on your trash cans and get the f. You know, F-O-H. It's just, it's, F-O-H. I don't know. F-O-H. Yeah, that's yeah. what, it, what it kind of feels like. But either way, I hope it's a compelling series. I hope that the pitching is strong, the bats are strong. I hope we, I hope we get a great set of games. And if, if uh, yeah, as always, we'll take it going seven. We'll take it going seven. There you go. Hashtag, that's what she said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> go the full length, man. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Anyway, all right, that's probably a good cue. Oh, my God. Shut it down. Let's go. Oh. Yeah, I I refrain from making a comment. It's like, even with all the beer flowing through me, I'm just like, nope, I'm not going there. Not happening. Can't do it. Can't do it. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. That's fine. That's fine. Let me close all this stuff out. Oh my lord. Where is where is where is Bill O'Reilly? Where is he at? I know I got him somewhere floating around here. Oh, 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 there he is. 
Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! I love how YouTube gives you that little thing on the videos that you play the most, and if you, if you like, move your, move the clicker across, like, the timeline of the video, it shows you your most replayed moment. And this is it. No. We'll do it live! <laughs> Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Oh. Fucking thing sucks! Damn right. Total yeah. shocker. Total shocker. I don't, couldn't have guessed that. Nope. Not by a long shot. But anyway. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. Here's the World Series uh, cranking up. And uh, maybe the maybe the Lakers will actually win a game by the time we record again. Who knows? <laughs> did you did you hear last night on the broadcast that they asked J.J. Redick, because he was broadcasting, they asked him if he would sign a 10-day contract. Oh, that's fantastic. Legitimately said, would you sign one? And, and they were talking about it on the radio today. They were like, well, if he signed before he even stepped on the court, he would be the best shooter on that team. And yeah, that's oh, yeah. like no lies detected. No lies detected, bro. And that's they said the four game stretch that they've shot from three is the worst in NBA history since the three point line was instituted. <laughs> Absolute bottom. Absolute Brutal. worst. Well, it's <laughs> terrible, man. Now, they've played some good teams to start the year for sure, but no. 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 That, that ain't no. it, man. No, that 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 ain't it. Where's uh where's Redman from? Is he from Jersey? Anybody know? Talking like Method Man or Red Man, Red Man? Yeah, yes. Oh, snap. Uh, I mean yeah. it makes sense he was in the Kevin Smith movies. Cause I want to say maybe they should be the New Jersey Lakers. All those bricks might as well be some red men. Welcome to the bricks. Industrial city. I love this album, by the way. Newark, New Jersey. You're right. Yep. Welcome to the bricks. Where the rats will whoop your ass. <laughs> Love that. Brick that's a City. Hell of a pull, dude. I know, that's super random. I should break that. I gotta break this album back Bro. out. Mm. Dude, method red back in the day. I tell you what, when you bring that trapezium beer over here, we will we will celebrate and send Todd a picture of our trapezium beer. We'll we will pretend we're in Petersburg and we will listen to some red man. There you go. All right. Perfect. That sounds good. All right. Let's get out of here, fellas. All right. From all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the uh, the World Series and, of course, the college football as well. <coughs> um, Keyword to sports and brew. Thanks for putting up with our crap. <coughs> Sorry if I'm a little bit coffee hacky and runny nose, all that garbage. Told you I got the funk from my kid. So can't really help that a lot. Puff, so, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass, man. Puff, puff, pass. So I'm probably not as peppy as, as I would usually be, but, you know, those are the breaks, y'all. So anyway, uh, Todd, looking forward to uh, celebrating your 50th birthday this weekend. It's going to be good to see you. Um, yes, after after we go to Trapezium first, fuckface, get it right. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it'll be good to see you. And uh, Randy, uh, safe travels. Uh, have fun down there. And uh, you, said it's Je you said it's Jeff, right? Yeah. Happy birthday, Jeff. Yeah, happy birthday, enjoy, Jeff. Enjoy the weekend, bud. 
And uh, look, man, enjoy it all, and we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll follow up next week. Uh, we'll have some other bullshit to talk about. So, you know, for everybody else, uh, be careful if you're playing small ball, man, a la Whitfield. Y'all know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might, y'all might get the funk too. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> as Van, as Van Wilder says, "Don't be a fool." Rap Rap tool. tool. There you go. That sounds like a PSA right at the end, doesn't it? <laughs> that's good. All right, that's a good exit strategy. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. Pull out. out. Pull. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd be wishing you could turn back time. <laughs> wow. Well. Randy that. at the end. Mm. At the buzzer. With the buzzer beater, yes. Damn right. Shannon, I think I see you in that video, bro. <laughs> anyway, anyway. alright man go get some rest fellas it was great to catch up great to hang out but uh, as always it's been a pleasure we'll catch you on the flip side and from all of us at the Sports Brew thanks for putting up with our shit and good night now later friends peace <laughs> good night guys good night good night <laughs> have fun later <laughs> yay dermatologist and, and then I got to schedule that colonoscopy. That I, oh yeah, I dedicate oh. I, I dedicate my colonoscopy to you, Todd. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for hit, thanks for hitting fifty first and not fifty fists. That's the wrong kind of colonoscopy. Wow! Woo! Yikes! All right, later, y'all. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Two in a pink and a fist in the stink. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. <laughs> just try and relax. <laughs> I'm just excited because I think you don't necessarily have to drink the chalk anymore, right? I think I think this, this like this year they've moved past some of that. Ask Todd; he had one earlier. Ask Todd. All right, Todd. Uh, ask him on Saturday. While we're drinking beers with you for the for your fiftieth, we're gonna ask if you had to chalk up for your colonoscopy, bro. Ooh. It's gonna be great. Sweet. All right. On that note. Great. <laughs> Good night now. <laughs> Take a drink. <coughs> oh, yikes. Lord. All right. Good night, gents. All right. Good night. Later, friends. Good night, guys. Bye. See you. <laughs>